2: Hi there. So much larger than life. Yeah! You said! timers. I'm on my way, I'm making you. This, this is the Matt Thomas Show.
3: Yeah! So much larger than life. 1202 at H-Town, what's happening, lunch timers? Good afternoon to you and welcome... To a Tuesday edition of the Matt Thomas Show on Sports Talk Seven Ninety, alongside Ross Villarreal and Trey Campbell, our producer. My name is Matt, and we are here today to take you through the next three hours of the world of sports with obviously a huge local angle. I don't know if a lot of you are looking forward to a Aaron Rodgers Jets breakdown, but you will not get that on this radio show today. Why not? How's he been looking in camp? He's been looking great. Okay. That'll settle that'll, that'll suffice for the Aaron Rodgers coverage. That's Actually, there's, no NFL tra- there's absolutely no NFL news to speak of, hmm. Because they're all on
1: vacation. Jack Jones got arrested.
3: But that's nothing to do with on the field.
1: Yeah, that's true.
3: Uh, Dalvin Cook wants to team up with DeAndre Hopkins. He says it would be epic.
1: Good for him.
3: That's not really news, Chase, I guess.
1: Chase Young might get traded.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: So you guys want to carry a
3: three-hour show based off of that, huh? There's Topic ABC, Maddie. Man. Show's no. over, baby. I don't think so. I think I think y'all are trying to avoid... Oh, no. The, do, do we ha- have to? The 800-pound gorilla in the room. Is it gorilla or well, elephant? Well, the elephant is in the room. The, oh, the, the gorilla's on your back. The elephant's in the room. The albatross are on your neck. Correct. We got all those cliches knocked Although out. Of... start it's a monkey on your back, but then I guess you exaggerate and say it's a gorilla. All right. Went to the game last night. You did? Took the family. Oh, that's wonderful. Took some of our great 790 sponsors with us. I was going to say, you got free tickets from work. Well, I mean, we were in a suite. Yes, that's accurate. <laughs> okay. Fancy Matt. Go ahead. And uh, The streak is alive. You've still never been in the upper deck of Minute Maid because you're too fancy. That might indeed be also accurate. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't shame me like that so early in the show. Was, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was kind of waiting for 12.45 to 1 o'clock You know what? Range. I feel like I shame you more in the first segment than any other. And That's I'm sorry. If, you know what? I'm going to apologize. I'm going to try to get better at that. Now sorry. I, go on about the game. I have been in the upper deck. I just have uh-huh. never sat there for more than about five or six minutes. <laughs> oh, you minutes. went to go say hi to somebody and then said, oh, it smells of pores up here. I'm leaving. Well, you know, it's I was up there. <laughs> With uh, Wyndham Clark. Oh, yeah? And Wyndham's like, we cannot pass- <laughs> possibly be up here watching a said baseball game. <laughs> These hors d'oeuvres are terrible. Yeah. So um, so you were at the game. <coughs> had some 7-unit well, mm-hmm. friends with us. The first two innings were good. Yeah. Full solid enough. And then um, the, the third. Blan- <laughs> the blanket, the fan, the third. Yes. And that ninth inning wasn't particularly pleasant either. You stayed for the whole game? No, it Okay, the I was gonna say. We left in the eighth inning. But a man who had to kind of get a somewhat rude introduction to Major League Baseball, Sean Dubin's gonna join us at two thirty today. So we're gonna give him a big hug. Okay. The first thing we're gonna ask him is how his arm is. He threw sixty pitches, sixty five pitches. Yep. So uh he'll be joining us later on in the show today. Dusty Baker's gonna join us at twelve thirty. <sighs> uh I'm sure that'll be a cheery conversation as well. I mean, what, are, what are we supposed to do here? I don't know. I mean, and, and look, uh, I am not uh, manager basher, coach basher. I rarely ever believe it's on that particular person, especially when it comes to baseball. I mean, yeah. Did Dusty go out there and tell the the lads to get one hit? Or I guess they ended up getting a couple more hits. But the first seven innings, I think they had one hit against Max yeah, Scherzer. yeah. Who went eight, by the way, for the first time in two seasons. That Mm -hmm. wasn't great. He's been having a very spotty season. And then, well, he got right against the Astros lineup. Previous two starts, he had given up 11 runs. Six earned runs and five. But he turned it around against the Astros. First time he won eight-plus innings since September of 2021 in Los Angeles. That's great. Fourth quality start of the season. Look, the, the fact of the matter is, this baseball team is in a 100, 100% slump. Collectively. Collectively. There is no one that is not willing to, should not take some of the blame on this. Pitching, defense, offense, it's all been spotty. At best. Yeah. And, we're, and, and honestly, and we'll talk to Dusty about this when he joins us coming up in about 25 minutes from now. We're not accustomed to this, and frankly, if you're an Astros fan, if you're hell, if you've been Dusty Baker since you managed his baseball team, you're not accustomed to this. But it's bad. The bats are silent. Uh, Jose Abreu um, in a complete free fall, back down to two twenty four. I, I, they, I don't even want to see what his last four or five games have been. I think he's two for his last nineteen. Yeah. Funny, I'm not getting any tweets from any of you saying, Hey Ross, get ready for your free lunch. Well, it's coming. Don't worry. He'll turn it around. I hope let me tell you something. He has to turn it around. <laughs> or this Astros team's not going to the playoffs. Jordan Alvarez ain't walking through those doors tomorrow. You see what do you see him in the dugout? He looks like he, he's in, he wants aspirin constantly. Yeah, get him get him some leave. Give the man some ibuprofen. Do something. Yeah. He didn't look like he's in great shape. Not physically, but just yeah. looked like he's in pain. And they're our team. I've grown I've been mm-hmm. an Astro fan since 1979. That ain't gonna change. But this is um we're not accustomed to this. And now the Seattle Mariners are two and a half games behind the Astros for third place in the Oh AOS. my god. Six and a half behind the Rangers are your Houston Astros. Angels, do they ever lose anymore? Either doesn't seem like it. <sighs> Shohei Ohtani's—I mean, he's got to be like minus ten thousand for the MVP. Mm-hmm. He's been amazing. Right now, the lineup offensively, top to bottom, is underperform. But there are two big holes. How do you fix them? You—I don't. Martin Maldonado isn't out, although he got a hit yesterday. Yeah, he's up to 184. And you're not, and uh, and uh, Jose is out. And you can't get rallies going. You can't put up a lot of crooked number innings. You've, Abreu, you're speaking up. Yeah, Jose Abreu. Uh, I know too, but that's right. Mm-hmm. We got a couple of Jose's. <laughs> uh, when you have two massive holes in your lineup, and, and again, everyone's like, "Well, Dusty's got to change the lineup around." He uh, he doesn't change the lineup. You have two holes. <laughs> These guys have to hit, no matter who's out okay, there. Okay, so if you want to put Yonder Diaz behind the dish and say, "Martín Maldonado, you're done," which he, which Diaz has been playing every day, anyways. So who's your DH? Uh, he's been DH. He DH yesterday. If if we were to go ahead and say it is time for Martín to go to the bench and not okay. play anymore, who's the DH? <sighs> you just rotate it around Jolks, McCormick, yeah, Myers. Myers it it I mean, it, it ain't the twenty seven Yankees. Not exactly. I don't mean a pregnant pause, but this is a pregnant pause moment. You don't you don't have answers. You don't have a full roster. The guys that you have paid, Pena has not had the season you'd like after coming off the American League Championship and the World Series MVP. You had a leg kick. You take the leg kick. He's on the toe tap with two strikes or whatever. I don't know whatever you want to call it or whatever they're changing up. I guess he got one hit yesterday. Yeah, I mean he's batting three ten and over his last seven games, so okay. it's getting a little bit better. But his defense hasn't been spectacular. The no. team's giving up runs defensively. It is just, I mean, it two feels more like last night. This happens at some point every point in the every time every year, and usually it feels like it hits in August, but it's hitting hard in June right now. Mm-hmm. And the difference is, is that there are one and now now there's two teams that are taking advantage of the Astros woes. Seven one three two one two five seven nine. There's Kendrick Perkins on ESPN. Imagine that. I have been turning on ESPN every hour for mm-hmm. the last five hours. He's been on every damn hour. I mean, my God, can you not overexpose the guy? It's not like he's any good. I don't mind him. He's okay. But well, I mean, most of li- the time his opinions are bad was, to me. But he was on that he's on that Mike Greenberg show. Yeah. He's on the Stephen A. Smith show. Mm-hmm. He's on Sports Center now. I mean, I mean, how many times <laughs> can, can you do an report? Outside the Lines reports? Yeah, he's host- he's hosting Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt. <laughs> I-, I don't know what's going on with all that. Sorry to bring that up. NFL tonight. Jeez. Yeah. All right. 713 212 5790. Dusty Baker's going to join us in one half hour from- or actually less than that, about 18 minutes from now. Justin Verlander pitches tonight. What's the reaction going to be, and what should it be? It should be cheers, and he will get cheers. You got cheers last night. Yes, a hired assassin Ben Verlander did not get any cheers last night. He was he there? No. Oh, okay. Well, then why would he get cheers? Because Ben likes to gravy train off of Justin oh, come whenever he on. can. He's not going to be there. He's not going to show up by his side just to get cheers. Or is he? Gut feelings at one o'clock. How long does a JV cheering last? Maybe when he walks out there and after that, that's about enough. Because he was yeah. a hired assassin. Well, I hope they cheer when they're lighting him up. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. he needs. They need to light up JV today. First of all, he can afford it because he makes a boatload of cash. Yeah, he'll be fine. He's going to the Hall of Fame. He didn't have to do anything else in baseball. He's done. He's good. 713-212-5790, 713-212-5790. A message here for U.S. Coins & Jewelry, where the price of gold continues to skyrocket. If you have some and are looking to sell it off for incredibly awesome values, think of U.S. Coins & Jewelry. If you're looking to add to your gold in your silver collection, think of uscoinsandjewelry.com. On the Katy Freeway near Voss, open six days a week matt and kenny duncan also do a coin podcast which you can find on all the different platforms out there it's called the coin show podcast and you'll be able to find out all the information about what their business is all about especially if it intrigues you but most importantly if you're looking to buy and sell precious metals they've been doing it since the mid-1980s and they can be found on the katie freeway near voss uscoinsandjewelry.com that's uscoinsandjewelry.com Twelve nineteen, 19 Dusty Baker to join us in about 10 minutes here on the Matt Thomas Show. 7 one 5 All right, so the positives from last night. Uh, Jeremy Pena one for three. He's got six in his last seven games. He's at hits, batting three ten over that stretch. You'll accept that. Bregman one for three. He has four for his last eight with a double, a triple, an RBI and two runs. Yanar Diaz with another home run. It was his second home run in his last three games. In his last 14 games... He is batting 340 with five home runs, nine RBIs, seven runs, his OPS over a1,000. And that should about do it, right? Everything else has been pretty much pretty disappointing. Yeah. a uh, bad outing from Hunter Brown. I mean, he was perfect through the first. he got the retired the first six in order, and then all hell broke loose in the third, and then he stabilized. which is weird had that home run I mean with that mo- absolute moonshot from Daniel Vogelbach. yeah the uh, the vo- exabil on that was 41.2 miles per hour <laughs> it was shit, the, the launch angle was uh, like a 90 I think straight up in the <laughs> air and it floated and it had zero steam to it but yet it still left the yard so last time yeah. I checked it was a home run. I ex, think they ex, said exit Velo ex dorks are like, that should have left the ballpark. They uh, Well, I believe it was a home run in 19 of 30 ballparks. Yeah, 6.6 6. 6 seconds in the air hang time. That's crazy. Well, it was like Kyle Tucker was under it. I got it. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah. I'm running out of room. I'm he's running out like, of uh, room. I'm running out of He's room. getting it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it. 713-212-5790. Christian in downtown on the Matt Thomas Show. Christian, how are you?
4: Hey, what's going on, guys? Hope y'all are doing well. Uh, Yeah, I agree completely. What a slump. Uh, This is sad to know that the best thing that happened last night, other than Yainer's home run, is Ryan Stanek's pop up. Um, But, uh, you know, an interesting thing I was listening to Michael Conner last night on the 10th inning show, and I wanted to ask you guys is there anything different that you guys would have? Wanted to see, you know, this past offseason. I feel like, uh, you know, I I, I agreed with him uh, last night. You know, I feel like they could have done more. Was it right? Was it the right move to re-sign Brantley? Eight times out of ten, they they would have made that Braille signing, that Rockwell Montero signing. But it, it, I understand that they won the World Series, but was it the right move not to make a move to get another at-bat, another center fielder? Um. <laughs> These at bats just aren't, aren't doing anything, especially at the time when you need them most. The heart of the heart of the order just not doing anything. Too many ground outs. Um, just overall, just an overall. I guess you can't really point something.
3: Like okay, Christian Molitoring, a little bit. You're a little bit of a like a static Mine's a little garbled.
5: Yeah, garbled That's okay.
3: Uh Let's recap the three. Mm-hmm. No one. If, if anybody is crushing the Abreu signing. Your hindsight is not twenty twenty because um, everybody loved the deal, first and foremost. I can't I, I can't find anybody that's like this now. The only thing probably people would have gone back and said is Do, is he worthy of a third year? Could you have gotten him on a two year contract? Yeah. The money there, was fair. Mm-hmm. There was multiple teams involved in him. That's why you had you, you figured you were gonna take it on the chin in the third year. Not the first three months. Yeah. It's not what you were hoping. So uh Criticism of the Abreu signing at the time was minimal. Number two, Montero, and I feel like we're repeating ourselves, but we feel like we have different audiences all the time, mm-hmm. so it's, it's worthy of repeating. Montero easily should have been re-signed based on of what he did for the squad last year, but to give him three years and pay him the highest amount of money for a non-closer in baseball was ridiculous. It was a bad move. So what it happens is if Montero signs a one-year deal worth $5 million and he's god-awful and can't pitch anymore, you release him and you call it a day and you say lost on that one. Instead, you're stuck with him potentially, and that's why you have to hope somehow, some way, like most relievers when they have an up-and-down roller coaster career, that he is on the way up starting next season because this year looks like he's a lost soul out there. And as you know, I was against Michael Brantley signing from the beginning. Not because I didn't think that Michael Brantley was a great dude, not that Michael Brantley had a huge contribution to this team's success, but Michael Brantley has been hurt, has had an injury, father time always wins, and I think paying him any kind of large amount of money for a guy that had not played, what, since July, was a really, really risky endeavor. Yeah, when the signing was made, I just wonder, I don't know what kind of medical checks they did on Michael Brantley. When the signing was made, first of all, $12 million for an aging left fielder who was coming off a major soldier's shoulder surgery seemed like a, uh, a hefty price in the first place. And then, so when that happened, my thinking was, okay, logically, clearly the Astros have looked into the medical history. Maybe they've checked him out. They seem to think he's progressing just fine. And that's why they signed him. Like there was, I don't know what they did, but clearly it, whatever medical checks they did do has have failed them. Yeah. Because they didn't sign up for not having him to play. We're almost into July. We're a week from July and he hasn't played. So that reality is, do you take that $12 million and, and could you have spent it on other things? The answer yeah. is absolutely yes. I don't know what was out there, uh, but who knows at this point. 1225 Sports Talk 790. It is the Matt Thomas Show. 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. If you're on Twitter want to follow us there, you may do that at, at @SportsMT. And at Sports RV, we take you to three o'clock uh, this afternoon. Let's—is uh, that Dusty? Or are we going to what are we doing here, Trey?
1: Dusty told me he's going to call at 1250. 1250. Okay, yeah, he said he he's going to call ten minutes to one. So that's what he called. Okay,
3: oh, well, thanks for telling us. That's appreciate cool. it, Dusty. Thank you. You know what I'm talking about, Dusty? Maybe the
1: line at the cleaners a little longer than
3: he thought it'd be. No, he's probably having a sit down meeting on what the hell am I going to do with this baseball <laughs> team? And I don't blame you, Dust.
6: no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation where it's not about mission statements but a shared mission at u.s customs and border protection we go beyond to protect more than borders from ship to shore air to ground cities to local communities cbp agents and officers are keeping people safe Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
3: I don't blame you at all. Alright, 713 uh, 212 579 So we'll stay on the phones. I've got Marvin and Jason want to talk to us. Also, the Texans made an official today. Malik Collins has a new contract extension. That's the second contract he's received uh, from the Texans. That's the, second, that's the first time that Nick Cassero has signed somebody to a second contract. Pretty good money. Good player. Mm-hmm. Not amazing, but good. Wonderful. I can I can sense the same excitement in your voice like you have like I have in mine. I'm over the moon. <laughs> you really? No, I'm not. Flip flops. <laughs> yeah, that too. Cartwheels. All right. Uh, there are some James Harden rumors out there. According to one Zach Lowe, who will not appear in our show anymore. Uh, we'll oh, get to uh, yeah. on that. Uh, And lots of Astro Talk, 713-212-5790 with a message here for Berkeley Eye Center. Uh, If you're a teacher out there and you are enjoying your summer vacation, would you like to enjoy that summer with a beautiful set of uh, designer sunglasses? That can happen with Berkeley Eye Center with special teacher savings. First and foremost, you're going to get a huge discount on your LASIK procedure. Second, you're going to get those designer sunglasses. And third, you're going to get a Visa gift card so you can design your room the way that you want to when you go back to school in the fall. All from BECVision.com, BECVision.com. Procedure itself takes a handful of minutes. Recovery time is less than 24 hours. And if you want to get rid of those glasses and contacts, get with them today and get that great vision you so richly deserve, plus a free pair of designer sunglasses. All from BECvision.com. BECvision.com.
4: Oh, I really well. Um, we didn't obviously do enough, and... Um, Diaz got a uh, got a ball out of the ballpark, um, but other than that, uh, we just didn't do enough. Oh, you just you just you just you just you just keep working. You just keep coming to the field every day, work hard, and um, you just take it one game at a time. You've been through tough stretches before. Does this feel like those tough stretches, or does this feel like something different? Uh, I mean, it's part of the game. It's part of baseball. Uh, those guys um, get paid a lot of money to play the game, too. So um, you just got to come back to the field the next day, show
2: up, and get after it.
7: That's
3: Spraggy. I don't feel like I hear a lot of uh, nervousness, angst, it is a marathon, Rossies. You've heard everybody that talks yes, about baseball not before. Not a sprint, Matthew. Yep, definitely not a sprint. Twenty-six point two miles. What mile are they on now? Like a ten or eleven? Oh, they're halfway done. No, they're not halfway done. They're closing in on it. Seventy-three games in. Oh, they still half a season left. And don't forget, we got six of the Royals coming up over the next couple of months. That's good. We got six more with the uh, A's. Let's go. There's twelve wins. All your other division opponents are uh, that are in the running for the AOS get to play those two. well. They get no, they do They get to play the A's. No, no yeah. they get. To, we've already we've already told the Rangers they can't play the Royals anymore. <laughs> okay, They've already got them. Seven one three two one two five seven ninety again. Dusty Baker, normally the spot will be with us at twelve fifty this afternoon here on Sports Talk seven ninety. Jason is with us on the Matt Thomas Show. Jason, how are you? J Dog. Oh,
7: I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. I had you uh, on mute. Uh, so thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, last time I called you guys, y'all, um, y'all did a segment about my question. So I wanted to say thank you for that. Cause I got a lot of information, but I'm calling about something else today. So, um, what do you guys think has, has been more of an effect towards seasons? Um, the shift rules changing or the pitch cloud? I'll hang up and listen.
3: um, the shift has actually benefited probably more than anything else uh, for Kyle Tucker and for Yordan especially. The pitch clock, everybody seems to be getting used to it. Um, the one pitcher that probably was not the biggest fan of it is the one that probably is having the roughest go of things. But it wasn't like uh, Ryan Presley had a terrible April and May. I mean, he said he's, had, he's had, I've had some bumps in a row in the month of June. So I don't think the pitch clock all of a sudden got into his head in the game 60 of the season. So... Honestly, I don't think either one of them have been as big a factors as as we might have thought. In fact, again, if, you are, if you're anti-shift guy, you love the fact that probably Kyle Tucker's got a few more base hits. And for that matter, we know for sure Jordan has because they would shift him constantly out to right field. So in the big scheme of things, neither one have had, I think, a super huge effect on this baseball team. Yeah, I'm trying to find a number from... Recently, I see a number that eight and a half runs scored per game last year, and as of April, almost late April, it was nine point one per game this year. So That's it's total between up. the two teams, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you get more offense and less time of ball game. Yeah, sounds good. Rob Manfred, I think like, so. Shut your bum asses <laughs> yes, up. Yes, he is. Because everybody <laughs> tends to, everybody wants to hate Manfred for the runner at second base in extra, in extra innings. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things I don't like My man for that. ain't one of them. Oh, we were somebody... A caller pulled... I pulled up that yesterday because a caller was asking about it. It's been significantly... Because the guy was trying to argue that it was the same amount of lengthy games. That's not true at all. It's been way shorter. Yeah. The reason why we don't like it in here is because the Astros are 0-6 in extra inning games. That's not good. That's something that's got to turn around at some point. You figure to go around, like in one-run games and extra inning games, close to 50-50. Completely fluky. Yes. Because the back end of the Astros' bullpen... In theory, is really good, but if you go to extra innings, yeah. are you going to that middle then, then relief then it's, group? Then it's Seth Martinez' time, and then unfortunately, go, he hasn't done so hot. In and extras. then you throwing Montero in <laughs> yeah. there, or mm-hmm. Martinez, or who else would be in yeah. that middle relief? Stanek somewhere, yeah. By the way, Stanek, what a great job yesterday! One pitch out, yes, efficient. Does he? Do you even have to shower if you've only thrown one pitch? I think so. You get a little lather going when you warm up. Yeah, for sure. You start to loosen up, start stretching. Few few, uh, yeah, a few warm-up pitches. that's going to be a tough one. Especially Blanco. He's in full lather by the second pitch of the game. I, I'm, seriously, <laughs> you got to towel him off like at 4.30 for a 7:10 first pitch. Yes. But here's the thing. You're standing, and you are revved up. You're about to go on a major league mound and try to get it an out and try to keep things close. And you do your job, and you throw one pitch. That's it. Your day is done. You get a full meal. You get yeah. service time. Yeah, You're, satisfying. Your ERA drops a, t- a tinge. A tinge. Yeah, still hovering pretty, around six. I you think. know what? I'm gonna come back as a left. I've already told you this. I want to be a left-handed specialty reliever. They okay. don't have those anymore, but really. I But I want to be one.
1: Would you consider um, uh, who was it? The, <laughs> Ryan Stanick, the player of the game for the Astros yesterday.
3: Hmm. Hmm.
1: He had to be the
3: Rudy's barbecue relief pitcher of the game in the yeah. post game because there's no other option. Well, Yanar Diaz was the player of the game that's because true. he hit the yeah, home that's run. That's a good point. So. Mm-hmm. But Ryan Senek can throw again today if you need him. Yeah. One pitch, done, finito. <laughs> yeah. He had more of a lather going in the bullpen <laughs> than they ever did on the mound itself. <laughs> yeah. But at least he got the job done. That's what's important.
5: Marvin on 790. Go ahead, Marvin. Hey man, what's going on? Uh, th- yeah, I just slip away. I'm late, good max from lunch, but I'm on to make this call. It's not my time anymore. But look, I, we're all trying to break it down and analyze. But I haven't been around this game in about every facet that there, you can imagine. it as far as managing, playing, you know, everything, it's it's easy to get into a funk. And regardless of how much talent you've got, but you know, when, when it's it's based upon everything with people who underachieve with. Injuries with with you know the thing that's least noticed I think with this organization after 17 and here we are already from the 19 already the 2023 is the target that we still have on our back. I'm not saying we're getting ready to get, you know fall down and get above the A's and have, you know, Rangers, Angels, Mariners all ahead of us, and take obligatory calls, but if there's anybody that knows that better in that clubhouse, it's going to be Altuve, because I sat there and watched him look down at those steps with 100-plus losses when the rest of us were feeling the same, when none of these guys were even a part of the team. You know, what maybe people thought that, hey, it would be two A and Springer would be the biggie on Bagwell, or 2A and Correa, but it wasn't, you know, so, but we got to stay the course. It's not an all-star break, and a Funk is easy to get in. In it's a grind, and and we need to get a few guys back because it's amazing how you can tweak one or two things or get some guys back, and all of a sudden you're on a ten out of twelve game winning streak.
3: That all sounds good, Marvin. I I don't I can't argue with you. Thank you for the phone call. Good to hear your voice, my man. Um, yeah, but do you right now? Does the team? Is this a slump? Or are or are or guys okay. really who they are? Yeah, is this who the Astros are, or is it a slump? I I tend to think it's a slump. Yesterday wasn't close, but two of the three Reds games were close. There were some mental mistakes made. There were some opportunities. I mean, you got Framber and Javier the next two days. Not must win games, Matt. Are you sure? not must-win games. For the mental health of Houston, Texas, I believe believe they're must-wins. Very important. Pivotal. Crucial. Mm, Must-wins. Okay. Wait a minute. Are you serious? Go ahead and say it. Say tonight is a must-win game for the Astros. And then take a shower afterwards because you'll feel dirty. That's not right. Uh, No, it's not a must-win. But Be nice. It's a Damn well need one win. How about that? Please, and Verlander didn't have to get shelled. He can go. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Oh. I want, I want Benny's brother to get oh, shelled wow. tonight. Oh. You hear me, Benny B? <laughs> you gravy trainer. <laughs> your, your, your man left town and didn't even say goodbye. He says, "Show me the money." Uh, that's fine. We knew what ha- we knew what this was. The hired assassin gets his ass kicked tonight. Yeah, there you go. It's like getting mad that the the hooker won't be your girlfriend. You knew what this was, Matt. So you're saying that <laughs> Justin Verlander's a hooker? <laughs> he he provides services for money, and then he moves on to the next. Yeah, but Julia Roberts didn't wind up hanging out with Richard Gere.
1: Yeah, sometimes it can happen. Guess <laughs> maybe his wife?
3: <laughs> huh? Did he make Julia Roberts his wife? We uh, don't know that.
1: You said Justin Verlander's a hooker. Oh, so you so you think uh, Kate Upton's a hooker? Nah, I'm just joking. That's very rare. Number
3: of times, Trey, the Justin Verlander made it on the Matt Thomas show. We used to have, we used to have every player on. How many times did he be, when did he come on? Zero. Zero. Well, He's a bit of a diva. A bit of a diva.
1: <laughs> didn't he get that guy? I, kick- his, I want his ass kicked tonight. You okay. hear me, Astros? I'm did sorry, the quintessential diva. The, the locker room, that journalist, he got him kicked out.
3: Yeah, some guy from the Detroit Free Press he wasn't yeah. happy with. Yeah. He didn't want to answer his questions or something. He had mm-hmm. beef with him. I'm yeah. with
1: Matt on this one. Thank I you, Trey. Shell
3: him. Like, yeah. she had destroy him. Let's go to uh, Chris in Jersey Village. Hi, Chris.
8: Yeah. Hey, Matt. Hey, Ross. Since you're the one that really asked the hard questions during these interviews, <laughs> he doesn't ask any questions. What that... are you talking about? <laughs> well, no. In the past weeks, you asked the hard-hitting questions that everyone else is scared to ask. So, okay. I have one for you today. Oh, oh I can't wait
3: for I can't wait for this one. No, go ahead, see. Chris.
8: Yeah. I and, and, and don't be scared to ask it now. Okay, okay well, I, um,
3: I don't have to it. take your cr- a question, Chris. I hope you know that, but go ahead.
8: Oh, I know I know that, and you're probably not because I'm trying to be somewhat funny, somewhat serious, but I want you to ask him if Yonar Diaz is going to catch more games.
3: And I'll hang up the oh, well, He's been playing every day, though. So I don't know if he's going to catch more, but he's been in the lineup. We talked about this earlier. If Yonar Diaz catches... Who's a your a, DH? Who's DH? Yeah, I think he fits in perfectly as a DH, especially now that they have Cesar Salazar back up as a third catcher.
9: Mm-hmm.
3: Maldonado, y- it's the best of both worlds. Maldi is in there. Everyone talks about how the pitching staff loves him, and he runs everything and all that type of stuff. And then Yanyar Diaz, with his pop that he's showing in the bat and the good ABs he puts together, is in the lineup every day too, whether it be DH first base or whatever. he's Yanyar play- has played every day like the I'm last eight, I'm holding you to games. this. You don't ask that tough oh, question. <laughs> They, I they, just answered it. They call Ross, Mr. Tough Question. The, that'll be a question for when Jordan Alvarez comes back. That's actually a better qu- time to do it. Right now, you right got, now it's easy. Put him in there. Jan Air's your DH. Yeah. He's done nothing that is, hasn't deserved the opportunity to be that DH uh, every single go around. All right. 713-212-5790. If you have a tough question for Dusty Baker you want <laughs> Ross to ask, tweet me. Tweet him at, at Woodward and Bernstein. <laughs> yeah, Matt, I'm a journalist now. Tweet tweet, it, tweet him at, at Barbara Walters. <laughs> I like that. Tweet That's, him at Meet the Press. Uh-huh. I see myself more as a as a Diane Sawyer, Matt. Really? No, I'm, I
1: don't know what that means. Tweet him at Face the Nation. <laughs> tweet him at Next Week. You know, remember the show Next Week? No. Or no, nope. This Week. Treat, no. Tweet <laughs> him at This Week. Not Next Week. <laughs> Oh, we didn't land that one. Nah, I did. I've been struggling.
3: Okay, well then, you know, you don't have to turn the microphone on if you're Sorry. struggling. Sometimes the mute button is your best friend. It's a non-struggling button. You don't hit it, you don't struggle.
0: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumbacasino.
3: 1244 Sports Talk, 7.8 with a message here for Houston Scrap Metal Recycle Center. If you have old refrigerators, microwaves, washer dryers, any sort of scrap, copper, stainless steel, windows with no glass, get with Houston Scrap Metal Recycle Center, turn it into them on West Montgomery Road, and turn that into cash right now. HoustonScrapMetal.co. HoustonScrapMetal.co is the website check him out. I promise you, you send it over to Victor. He'll pay you top dollar. Matter of fact, load up your vehicle with all the junk that you don't need from your house. You get over to West Montgomery Road, the home of Houston Scrap Metal um, Recycle Center. They'll unload it for you and pay you top dollar. HoustonScrapMetal.co for all the details. HoustonScrapMetal.co. 12.50, 12.50, Matt Thomas' show with Ross here on Sports Talk 790. And it's promised we say hello to the manager, the world champion Houston Astros, Dusty Baker with us. Skip, how are things today?
7: It's going pretty good. Yeah, just on the way to the stadium. So I just pulled off side of the road. Uh, I was at Specs this morning signing uh, some bottles of, of, uh, of my wine. They're carrying uh, my wines over there. So I had that from at 11 o'clock. So I'm on the way to the stadium right now.
3: Just don't drink any of it while you're driving. You understand <laughs> that? we got to keep you healthy out there.
7: Oh, no, no. Don't worry. Don't worry. Hey, I, I've had my share... Of uh, drinking and driving when I was when I was younger, so I learned. I didn't learn the hard way, but I That's I right. learned by some friends and friends of mine. You I know, got that
3: so. for sure. Hey, we uh, have had a great visit the last handful of years. You being the manager of this baseball team, learned so much. And right yeah. now, let's be brutally honest. This is the probably the biggest slump you've had. Uh, your team has had since you have taken over. Uh, what troubles you the most? If there's anything in particular?
7: Mm, well, what troubles me is. <laughs> is is, losing three starters and then a big bad and then uh, two early in the year. I mean, uh, you know, this is – I don't really call it a slump. I mean, this is a situation where you've had some unfortunate uh, periods of time uh, along the way. So, you know, we got some guys that are learning, uh, you know, on the job, training, uh, uh, you know, some of the bats are cold, some of the bullpen – uh, uh, guys, go in and out, in and out, and so it's just a matter of us not being in sync. Seem like we score runs, you give up some. Then we don't score any, then then we limit them on a run. So, you know, the main thing is, is that not to panic. I mean, we got a long way to go, and like Masotti used to tell us when we were uh, coming up with the Dodgers. You know, you wanna pick up one game a week. And I figured out this morning, you pick out one game pick up one game a week, we'll be in first place by August. And nobody even remember this. So we just gotta get back to playing a little bit better baseball, winning the close games and uh and some time of hitting.
3: It felt like, and one of the stalwarts of, of this team, even before you got here, Dust, was the defense. And it felt mm-hmm. like to me in that red series that, that speed really got to some of your guys in terms of trying to make the play maybe a split second ahead as compared to shoring things up and making the proper throws.
7: Well, hey, man, speed speed kills. It you know, probably not only kills that, it kills everybody. If you're driving too fast in your car, you're going to be in trouble. And, uh, you know. There's very little speed in this game, and 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 the Reds had six or six to eight guys that their whole game is speed, and so it was, uh, it's no wonder that you know we made a few mistakes because of speed, and uh, you know these things happen. It's like I mean nobody's perfect, man. Nobody can play perfect. Uh, uh, you know, look at the Reds. I mean they are hot as fire right now, and they're still what, two or three games over 500 here, we are playing as poorly as we've played in a long time. We're still 5 or 6 over 500. So uh, speed hadn't killed everybody. And uh, I think it really it was in their favor because we didn't know anything about these guys. We didn't know anything about their young pitchers. Uh, we didn't know anything about their players. And, and, and the more familiar that you're with somebody, then you know how to combat them and you know how to, uh, you know, defeat them. So in a short series... Uh, You know, usually the nod goes to those that you don't know, because they know a whole lot more about us watching us on TV. They're never on TV. You know, I mean, they they know everything about us. We knew very little about them. But hey, you know, I hope we see them again.
3: Astros manager, Dusty Baker, with us here on Sports Talk 790. And, Dusty, does anything change with you as far as day-to-day approach when when there is sometimes these dog days of summer or uh, not necessarily like a rah-rah speech like it's a movie or anything like that, but just things on the day-to-day like changing something or schedules around pregame or do you just keep it uh, normal?
7: No, you try to keep it as normal as possible. Try to be as consistent in your personality, consistent in your in your um, you know daily routine a- as you can, because you're, the last thing you want are guys to think that hey man we're 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 panicking or or dude man, and you know you just gotta remain as constant as possible because you know some it didn't take one day to get in this mess it's gonna take usually twice as much time you know to get out so you know we got two more games here to play uh, uh, we're facing JV tonight. Which is no easy task. Just like we faced Serger last night, but hey, I I think our guys will rise to the occasion. Uh, And we know probably JV more than a whole lot more than we knew Serger. So it's going to be a big game tonight. So main thing is just just remain calm. I think that is as much as uh, I I can say to everybody. Just remain calm, and but you got your eye on aggression, but you still got to remain calm.
3: Yonair Diaz has helped you out at being the DH in Jordan's absence. Uh, does that yep. kind of hurt him in terms of trying to get him behind the dish once in a while? I mean, is he your DH for the foreseeable future?
7: Can't tell you that because I can't tell him that. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. Uh, that uh, depends on who we're facing. Depends who's pitching for us. And uh, you know, he started eight out of the last nine games, and so uh, you know, he's going to catch. It's just a matter of who we're playing and who, who. Who he's catching? Cause there, I mean, there are guys that are that are, are loving and and used to Maldi directing them through the game. So I'll do the best I can with uh, and making a lineup every day. I'm gonna have to de-8 some other guys some uh, point period of time. We're working him out at first base uh, uh, as as well as catching. So uh, you know we'll we'll handle it and we'll we'll figure it out.
3: You mentioned JV. Uh, good, good chat before the game, and certainly when you gave him the ring. What was that all like for you?
7: Well, that was cool. I mean, I, he, he's always been cool with me, and um, you know we have a good understanding. But uh, he did say at the end, right, right when he parted, he goes, "Well, you know, we got to compete," and I said, "Oh, hey, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it any other way." And uh, you know, he knows. That I'm a competitor, and I know that he's a competitor, and that's what you want. I mean, you want a good fight, and uh, we definitely got that tonight. All
3: right, before I let you run, Jose Abreu had gotten off to, to a little bit of a better start in the month of June at the home run, started to poke the ball a little mm-hmm. bit, and now he's slumping a little bit. What What's going on with him? What are you seeing? Uh, are there old habits creeping up again? Explain why it's been tough well, to watch well,
7: him. Well, what if there are old habits. Th- those habits are relatively new <laughs> you know what I mean new new in April and, and and parts of may so uh just uh I don't know what's going on you know when a guy's not not hitting or not being himself it could be a number of things and, and I mean if you could put your finger on it you know you you you'd have it solved already so uh, you just got to let his play his way out and and let him play and uh, and try to take you know some of the focus off of him you know, that doesn't make it any better. That actually makes it worse. So, you know, we got to, you know, pick him up and pick each other up. And then at the end of the night, you know, hopefully we got some victories.
3: All right. Thank you, Skip, for the time. As always, best of luck tonight. And uh, hopefully you beat up your old teammate. That would be nice if you guys get on a winning streak again.
7: Well, well, we don't need to beat him up. We just need to beat score one more than they scored. I'll take that. All
3: right, thank you very much, Dusty. As always, really appreciate it. All right, right, Dusty Baker joining us here on the Matt Thomas Show. Twelve fifty eight is our time. One hour in the books. Ross, it's time for some gut feelings. You ready? Yes. You got some? At least one. Oh, it could be a double doozy. We'll see, Trey. You're allowed to use your microphone this time around. Hey, if you want to make some gut feelings. (laughs) And please do not make a gut feeling about the Titanic situation, okay? No, we, don't, we don't want I that. I got a strong gut feeling about that one.
1: Yeah, did you hear about what they used to control the, the thing, the submarine?
3: No. Yes. I didn't.
1: We mentioned, we talked about our pre-show.
3: It was, our, it was in our deep pre-show discussions, Matt. The guy They used like a controller, like a gaming controller. No way! Yeah. yeah. No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> poor Poor people. Hey, uh, Gut Feelings, prediction time. Come on in. 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. Big City Wings is where you can find crawfish all week long. Five pounds for $25. That's right. Five pounds for $25. At any of the 13 Big City Wing locations. You can also, you ready for this? Get two for Tuesday wings, bone in or boneless, bigcitywings.com to find a location near you. You're talking about burgers, you're talking about chicken, you're talking about crawfish, talking about amazing appetizers, delectable desserts, and the best frozen drinks for this hot summer that we're going through. Big on wings, big on sports, big on big screen TVs, big on five pounds of crawfish for $25, and big on two-for-one wings at any of the 13 Big City Wing locations. To find the one nearest you, it's bigcitywings.com. Yeah.
2: I'm on my way, I'm making use. This is the Matt I'm Thomas the Show. Way.
5: Listen up, girls and boys, that's been so appealing.
2: This is their gut feeling on the Matt Thomas Show.
3: And here we go. 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. This segment is where we make predictions about a variety of things. And uh, we get them right. We brag about them. We get them wrong. We just tend to erase them very quickly. Ross, let's recap how we did last week. Okay, Matthew. I have... With you, the Astros, six and three on the nine game homestand. That's not going to happen. Well, you know, it's uh it's early. Wait, they're mathematically eliminated from that. Sorry. Yep. Fred Van Vliet becomes a Houston Rocket. I'm hoping for that. I like that's, that. More, that's more for a prayer for me. Michael Brantley back after the all-star break or close to it. Okay. Same thing for Jordan Alvarez. Yep. That's not crazy, by the way. That's that that's such borderline BS by me. Ugh. I took the field against LSU in the College World Series. I don't know how that's going. They lost last night to the Demon Deacons, right? Yeah, the Demon Deacons don't ever lose. Yeah, they're really good. And then I had, this is a hit, Jose Abreu with a home run within the next week. And he had one on Wednesday, I think. At home, too, his first home run of the season. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he's had a hit since then. So, well, he's had a couple. Yeah, maybe. A couple singles. Yeah. (laughs) Seeing eye scorchers? No. He's not soft tappers. He's not legging those out. I'd trade do? So that's two weeks. Oh, Trey wasn't, Trey really wasn't here. We had our friend David Artis. He said the Rangers are winning the AOS. That's yeah, looking pretty good. sucks. Texans finishing with a winning record but missed the playoffs. Artis smokes a lot of weed.
1: <laughs> I, I just and, think, I don't think he smokes anything, actually.
3: Well, I'm going to say that with that kind of prediction, he smokes weed.
1: And the Padres
3: representing the National League. And the World Series. Okay. Uh, I'm going to run right through a couple of mine real quick. First, I got two for you this week. Okay. Uh, Astros split the next two games. Hmm. Okay. I don't know what, who's winning what game, but they're going to split the next two at the Mets. All right. And another gut feeling about the NBA draft, the Rockets will not keep the 20th pick. Okay, that is that's a that's a pure gut on that one. That is that is like beer belly gut. Feeling. No, I feel like that's kind of been floated around because they don't want to necessarily have another young player on the team. They've already got how many players under twenty one? Do they have
10: fifteen? How many,
3: how many <laughs> mid to late first rounders they have? I mean, you can only have lot. so many. Yeah. yeah. So I think they move the twentieth. Okay. Now, whether they move it up or down, I I can't tell you. They've not given me the forecast, but I don't think at 20 that we're talking about a rocket. Somebody floated the idea. I can't remember which reporter it was. that They might even just flip it for another protected first round next year just to put off having the pick for another year because they just have so many young players. Yep, sounds smart. Okay. All right, Ross, what do you got this week? Uh, I'm going to say the Houston Astros... Win both of their next two games. Oh, hell yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Framber Valdez, Christian Javier, let's yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know if Verlander's getting knocked around, but they're going to do just enough to get the dub tonight. Yep. And then feels like it's almost guaranteed win Wednesday on a day game. By the way, here's what's going to happen. If the Astros win both of their games this next two days, we're going to get the double crush bus out for Friday, Friday in Los Angeles. Whoa! I love it. How's that? I'm on board. But we only get the bus out okay. if they only win those two games. Let's go. I All like right. it. All right. What else you got? I've done it two weeks in a row. You're not doing it again, are you? You're going to that well one more time? He's really been slumping hard. Really slumping. But guess what? Yes, sir. He's busted loose, baby. A home run again this week for Jose Abreu. It's what? happening. What? I feel it in my gut. Say Three what? weeks in a row. what? Say what? Yes. I feel it in my gut,
1: Matt. I feel like it's going to happen.
3: Okay. Very good. All right, Trey. What do you got, my friend?
1: Okay. So I got one Astros-related, one NBA draft-related, or just NBA in general. Um, My Astros-related gut feeling is that they're going to beat the Dodgers in one of the games with a walk-off home run, and that walk-off home run is going to come from Jose Abreu. Uh, Trey, um... What? Where are these games? Oh, here and you. He, oh, wait, no, never mind. Uh, scratch You can't walk. Yeah,
3: you can't walk off yeah, on just, the road uh, uh, unless you're Carl Ravage of ESPN. Okay, uh, unless an earthquake happens.
1: Okay, never mind. Um, the Astros are going to win <laughs> with a go-ahead home run. Okay, there we go. I'm Late. Right go here. ahead here. I like this. Okay. Uh, scratch that. Forget <laughs> I ever said anything. Um, and uh, my second gut feeling is that the um, the Rockets will keep the twentieth pick. And they'll draft that uh, that kid out of Marquette. Uh, what's his name? Proper, that wing. They're going to get him with the twentieth pick. The so you're Indian naming draft.
3: names already.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to get that kid out of Marquette. You know, they they want another wing, so I think they're going to get Ken. him. What's his name? Uh, proper, proper gentleman. Yeah. Proper he's from, what? He's the kid out proper of Marquette. Proper twelve whiskey. He's the he's the kid out of Marquette. You know.
3: I don't no. follow Marquette basketball, so I can't no, really I remember speak of this.
1: I'll tell you his name. Give well, me a you're second. You're, yeah, wait, you're, you're the, you're the, the one who brought this up. Why am I giving you a don't guess? Know his name? It's, it's yeah. last name is proper. Okay, what's his first name? O- Olivier Max uh, Prosper Maxine. Okay, so Prosper's so not even proper. Y- you know what I mean? No, we didn't. No. <laughs> That's who they're going to take with the twentieth okay. pick. Olivier Max Maxine-, Maxine Prosper. <laughs> The kid out of Marquette.
3: Yeah, okay. I thought you meant Dwayne Wade. Jimmy Butler. Thank you, Trey. No problem. <laughs> 713-212-5790. Ray, what is in your gut this week, my man? In my gut, we're going to bounce back now
2: because it's, the Astros are tired of the an embarrassment and losing. Mm-hmm. This is where they turn it around with a win with Bromber today, a win with Javier tomorrow. They're going to win against the Dodgers. They're going to win that series against the Dodgers. They're going to win the series against St. Louis, and then we'll see what happens with Texas right after that.
3: So you're calling series wins up until the Rangers series. Right. Okay, we got you on the record for that, my man. I'll accept that. In fact, thank if you. they do that, thank you, Ray, for the phone call. The Astros will make up some ground in the American League West. Now, I thought I thought Dusty would have been a lot more of a, in a Debbie Downer. He wasn't on a Debbie Downer at all. No. Sound like he's in a good mood. Selling his wine and yes. talking to people. Yeah. I would like a signed bottle of wine from hey, Dusty. Dusty. How did I miss that? You know what? I'm going to ask next week. Yeah, you should. Get us I a case zero, over here. I have zero problem asking. Yeah. I'll take a nice Chianti from, from uh, Baker Farms or whatever. Next time I go to Sacramento, I want to tour his uh, little winery. Okay. You want to like uh, take your shoes off and squish some grapes with your feet? This is not an I Love Lucy episode. Oh, it's, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, let's go. You could fall down. Yeah, let's go to and Seth. Lose your wind. That's enough from you, Seth. What's in your gut this week?
2: Hey guys. So last night I did a little research on the last time JV pitched against the Astros. That minute made, Ooh. and it said he gave up three home runs in one inning. So I'm going to go tonight. He'll give up back-to-back home runs.
3: I love that prediction. That is absolutely outstanding. And please, you have to do me a favor, Seth. If that hits, you've got to call us next Tuesday, and we'll give you all the bragging time you possibly can stand. Perfect. I'll be in St. Louis. So I'll call y'all. You. you should, for sure. Tell us what the St. Louis crowd's all about. Thank you, Seth, for the phone call. St. Louis, not a great city, a great baseball town, however. I think they might be the, the murder rate champions of the of the planet, though, yeah. or of America, though. Now, they do have a casino downtown, which does help the cause. Mm-hmm. Not for the murders, but just in general. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I'm sure there could I be mean, some murders. I mean, oh maybe, maybe, maybe the murders do help that. I don't, I don't know. But it is a great baseball stadium and a great baseball community. You can get lots of cold beers. Budweiser's. Budweiser's. Uh-huh. And you can go gamble, and you can uh, probably get pickpocketed But by the time you're all sitting down uh-huh. with the trip. That's great. Oh, I lied. St. Louis two, Missouri. I mean uh, New Orleans number one. Congratulations to New Orleans. New Orleans has more feces on the ground, <laughs> more vomit, vomit mm-hmm. and pickpocketing. Yeah, delicious po' boys though. Yeah, and large beverages. Hmm. Big ass beers. Babs. All right, more phone calls on gut feelings next. <laughs> one thirteen is our time. It is the Matt Thomas Show, 713-212-5790. So let's say you go to New Orleans and you get really worn out and you're tired. And you're like, I need a down, some down some downtime. How about getting with Woodhouse Day Spas? The wonderful people at Woodhouse Day Spas would like you to check out one of their two Houston area locations. On the Katy Freeway, that's actually not drawn. Where are you to be on the Katy Freeway? I was going to say, they are in the uh, vintage area. That's the one I go to off of uh, 249. That's where you need to go and experience an unbelievable experience. Go to HoustonWoodHouseSpas.com, HoustonWoodHouseSpas.com, to get one of over 70 different spa services, manicures, pedicures, sleep treatments, guides, there's a special bourbon bubbler pedicure that is absolutely amazing. Bottom line is this, do yourself a favor, Get a robe on. Get a slippers. This is for you or your special lady in life. Heck, get a couple's massage if you want to as well. I'm sure they can make that happen at HoustonWoodHouseSpas.com. The best gifts are the ones of relaxation and reinvigoration, all from HoustonWoodHouseSpas.com.
6: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Dearly beloved,
7: we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
6: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
4: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce
6: you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
5: Ross and Matt Thomas. Yo, they got a gut feeling.
2: Lunch timers, gut feelings continue now on the Matt Thomas Show.
3: 119 Sports Talk 790. Last chance for you guys to get your guts, let that belt loose, spill it. What are your predictions this week in the world of sports? I have the Astros splitting. Ross has them winning both. Ross has Jose Abreu going deep. When, by the time we do this again next Tuesday, oh, is that right? Yes. I have the Rockets not keeping the 20th pick. is eating a plate of barbecue, making a predictions of players we've never heard of before. This is about your second or third plate of barbecue, is there anything left for the staff? There, Trey. <laughs>
1: good Lord, Trey. Yeah, there's plenty.
3: And yeah, let him eat. There was no cowbell back right. there today, but well, I'm not eating carbs, so it didn't make any difference. He's not well compensated up here. Give him all the barbecue he wants. You can take a plate home too, Trey. Can I, Trey? Let me get you a plate at one thirty. I'll get you another plate of food. You deserve it. Let's go to uh, Joseph in Pearland. Joseph, what's in your gut this week?
2: Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate your call here. Listen, I know you're talking about baseball, and y'all always got good dentures. But I want to switch to football right quick. All right. We had Jim Brown. Okay. We had Jim Brown. Then we had Earl Camel. We're talking about running backs that run old people. And my gut's putting the next running back is Damian Peels out of Houston, Texas. Thank you, and have a good day.
3: All right. Thank you, Joseph. Um, I'm going to hold off a on that. A bruising running back. He does like to play to contact, which is cool. It's fun. It's not going to extend his career. No, I was going to say, it'll be done in five years, but <laughs> I'm sure those first five will be awesome. Hey, that'd be good. As long as he's productive for the Texans. So that's all you care about is making sure he's good for five years and just kick him to the curb? How insensitive are you? This hmm. is terrible. I mean, he's going to be compensated for, with millions of dollars. Yeah, and it's fine. his own personal choice. Yeah, then get beat up. Then. You that's know the fine. dangers of being in football, especially for a running back. Guys get cut earlier in their careers. Dalvin Cook says hello. All right, you want to make a gut feeling about how many games Damian Pierce plays this year? Oh, come on. No, that's impossible. It's football gut feeling. Okay. I'll let you go first. Um, 14 games. That's actually not bad. I'll take the under. 12. All right. How so, many is he going to play, Matt? Uh, 13. It's just so rando. This is so yeah, random. It's the dumbest thing it's we've dumbest, ever done. It's the dumbest thing we've ever done. We've done some dumb things on the show, but that really is <laughs> the dumbest. Predicting when, how many guys, games he's going to play. Yeah, it's the NFL. Literally, he could play one game or he could play all 16. Everybody said last year, oh, don't draft Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley in your giraffes. They're injury prone. They both played the whole season. Well, you know, a better one would be how many yards are you going to get? Ooh, Does over thousand. rush a thousand, thousand rush for a thousand. Yes, comfortably. Well, yeah, he'll have uh, he'll have eleven hundred and six. Eleven hundred six. Yeah. Okay, I like that. You want to guess the touch? Forget this. Let's, Let's go. eight touchdowns. That's it. That's. A, I feel like that's pretty healthy. Look at us just throwing random numbers yeah, sure. against Why the not? wall. Why these not? aren't gut feelings. These are these are out of pulling our ass feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Speaking of pulling out of your ass, Brad, you're on 790. What's in your gut this week?
8: Uh, I believe you, Matt, will apply for the Wheel of Fortune. I think you can set those people, those executives' minds in different directions. If you apply, they're going to see a rocket's nba announcer yes applying for the of fortune and that's going to be one they never expected yeah and that you might come right. back for a second interview yeah i believe it
3: thank you that means a lot coming from you brad because you know what i would like to the problem is one thing brad they only want celebrities hosting these shows now have you noticed that no yeah. no joe no jamoke is ever going to get to do this show anymore Sorry, Matt. But you're an NBA guy. Yeah, but I'm not a celebrity, Brad. I'm trying to be a celebrity, but it's not working. You need to go viral more times. My Twitter account is not thriving like it used to.
8: Now, I got a few more. Let's move on there. Oh, Lord. Um, Make it quick. I believe I I like what I saw in the Cincinnati Reds. I believe they're going to make the playoffs this year. And if they do something at the trade deadline, at the trade deadline for a veteran or two. Uh, I know they got one already that we didn't see. So you,
3: they, you think they, the team that's in first place in their division is going to make the playoffs? That's bold. I
8: I believe I see I saw something. Yeah, in them that were like the Astros hold on, and,
3: Brad. And, Brad, and you're top. you're okay. You're being tough. That division yeah. is wide freaking open. You know better than that. Whatever. But
8: if they add some, a couple of pieces, that see that's a team that could add some pieces. The Astros don't need to be adding anybody unless their own players. Start producing like last year, they just needed something to get him over the hump. The Verlander year, they needed him to get him over the hump. This year, nothing, nobody's doing anything really. Um, but the last thing, something good or bad is gonna happen to Corey Lee. Either he's gonna get traded. Oh, boy, so or
3: gonna, something or good he's or bad be the
8: starting catcher. He's gonna be because it all depends on Abreu. Jim Crane's going to cut his losses in the off season and and wait that, dude. And, and put uh, – Ross, I predicted Yonar Diaz to be the first baseman a year ago, and that hadn't happened. If they would have listened to me, <laughs> he would be the first baseman. And we'd be yeah. a lot less. Well,
3: if they listen to you, Brendan McCurry would be their opening day starter too. So, you know, thanks, Brad. He said Yannir Diaz was going to be a star. I can't remember who else he said was going to be a star. Let me player. tell you something. Yannir Diaz maybe the most consistent bat in the Astros lineup right yes, now. Yes, he has. He's been good. That's not saying much, unfortunately. No. Oh man, I forgot to write all that crap down. What did he say? Reds. He said something make good. Playoffs. He said something good or bad could happen to Corey. Good or, to, or bad? As, to Corey as compared Lee. to something indifferent happening to Corey. Yes. Lee.
1: That's my favorite one. That something good or bad could happen to him. <sighs>
3: yeah. I think something good or bad will happen in the Astros game tonight. Yeah, that's my that's well, my feeling.
1: Win or lose. In they're reality,
3: if everything yesterday was pretty bad, except the one, it, was, bright it spot. couldn't get worse than yesterday. Usually, it's hard. I had the kids with I had uh, my two of my three kids and my one of my daughter's friends. They're usually the last ones that want to leave for like eighth inning. Like yeah. oh, we're ready. <laughs> like okay, let's go. I don't know if I'd have stuck out that bottom of the ninth, probably since I'd have been there that long anyways. It was the ninth when they really get it. really got out of hand, right? You're okay with people leaving early, right, in general? I mean, if you got family or something, I wouldn't, but I don't have kids.
1: I left early one time, and then when I left, Jose Altuve hit a walk-off Grand Slam. So you felt like ass, own, didn't you? I'm mm. never leaving early.
3: Never leaving again. again. Why would stand. you do that, Trey? Come on.
1: I don't know. I I, I had somewhere You to don't be. have
3: kids? No, you don't. There
1: was a girl. Oh, okay.
3: Actually, that makes sense. So you left the baseball game for a lady? Did yeah. you get Did you get lucky? No. No, well, that was a bad decision on your part. That's you got, okay. You got lucky. You could have been lucky enough to watch Jose Altuve circle the bases. <laughs>
1: yeah, I would have rather have seen that.
3: <laughs> they, she, he scored more than you did.
1: <laughs> he did. He scored four times. I scored zero.
3: Yeah, that's going to happen.
1: All right,
3: 126 on the mat, on the Top Topic Show. That, my friends, was gut feelings.
1: Uh, some James Harden
3: rumors. You want to hear them? No. We're going to. Oh, no. If you want to reach out through Twitter, at SportsMT, at SportsRV. More gut feelings if you want to. More on the Astros, certainly, and little James Harden next on 790. Well, it's coming up, but at first, uh, before we do all of that, I have to ask you an important question. It's, um... It's can be a hard question to answer sometimes. How would you feel when you woke up this morning? Did you feel like you could just not wait to tackle the day and you, the alarm goes off and you hop out of bed and everything's awesome? That's cool if that's you. But if you're somebody who you're hitting the snooze, you're lacking in energy, motivation isn't there, maybe the night before the libido wasn't there, it's getting embarrassing, you're not feeling like, you just don't feel like you. It could be that your testosterone levels are low and there's a very, very simple way to find out. Go to fixmylowt.com. You can put it in your phone, you can put it in any browser or whatever, fix. MyLowT.com, and that will lead you to Synergenics, where they exclusively specialize in testosterone treatment. They are the experts. They make it quick and easy to get your levels checked, and you get your results back at your first visit. It's super convenient because there are clinics all over town. Treatments are covered by most insurances, and like I said, you get those results back at your first visit so you can start feeling and looking your best like you did a decade ago as soon as possible FixMyLowT.com is the very simple website you need to go to for Synergenics at FixMyLowT.com
10: In the town where I was born lived a man
3: This doesn't feel right
2: see,
3: It just doesn't
5: life, in
3: I mean, it is the Beatles. It is Ringo. This song is terrible. It is a terrible song.
1: No, it's not.
3: It's terrible. This is when they were seriously high on a variety of, what do they call them, barbiturates? Is that right? Hallucinogens. Hallucinogens, yeah. This is not one of their masterpieces.
1: Mm-hmm. I disagree. Mm-hmm. You probably looked Octopus's yeah, Golden too. Yeah. Great song,
3: yeah. We're in a Yellow Submarine. That's yeah, great. Oh no, wow, it's fantastic. I don't disagree with you. Turn this crap off. I mean, I love you know I love the Beatles more than the life itself, but this is not a good song. Is it relevant to anything? Oh, is this because of the people that are dying? Yeah, as I'm saying, is trying, trying to make fun of them? Being very insensitive. Oh, wow, it's very crass. I, I- disappointing trip. real quick on that uh, first of all hopefully they get rescued well, um they're down to 40 hours of oxygen <sighs> <sighs> i'm i'm just gonna say this uh-oh you only get one life to live and matt you and i've talked about this getting on helicopters hot air balloons we're out on all that type of stuff so minimize the risk i'm just gonna say i often lack sympathy When people get in perilous situations that they knew were perilous to begin with. And to go down and to see the video that they have with that submarine where they bolt it shut and the dude is controlling it with a Logitech controller that you get off of Amazon. And like all the spare parts and some of it's like in handwritten notes. And the fact that last year, apparently, the same submarine got lost for five hours and you signed a waiver saying this machine is not regulated by anybody and could result in harm or death, and you paid $250,000? dollars hmm I'm finding it hard to be sympathetic. And maybe in- that makes me a bad person, but I'm just being well, honest. Well, that statement right there doesn't make <laughs> you a bad person. The body of work of your life makes okay. you a bad person. I have been in a helicopter one time in my life. I will never go back in that again. And one, because it wasn't safe, it's just that... I didn't feel safe and I won't do it. I am under no circumstance ever going in a hot air balloon under no circumstance. am i going skydiving. I'm not, look, I live a dangerous enough life as it is. I am not putting myself out there and the Titanic. I mean, to find artifacts, I guess was cool
6: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Seventy years ago, they got video of it. YouTube.com. Titanic. I don't need to go 12,000 feet or whatever it is underwater to see it.
9: Yeah, just out watch of a little foggy
3: after out of a little foggy window. Is it Kate Winslet shows her ample breasts in the movie? Well, oh, yes, she does.
1: No, nothing wrong with that.
3: Draw me like one of your French girls. Good times.
1: I like uh, how this is literally an <laughs> Xbox controller. <laughs> it's, it's,
3: yeah, it's not good. Yeah, when I was 12 years old or whatever and I saw Titanic, I was a big fan of that movie. I was not prepared for her just laying it out. Because those... it was PG 13. Yeah, and they're just... it wasn't rated R. And I'm like, whoa, this is awesome. Those ample breasts you know what I sitting saw there. Movie? I saw that movie, the old, Ma- the Magic Johnson Theater in the north side, way back in the day. It Ooh, just really? opened. Do you remember those? I do. And I made a huge mistake. I didn't realize the movie was like three and a half hours long. I had to go pee like an hour in, and I'm like, I'll just wait to the end. It's fine. I was nearly dying by the end of that movie. You,
2: it were, hyper, it was- you were hyperventilating? <laughs> it would
3: not end. That's like, funny. Jesus, how long is this movie? All right. So we're going to segue from people potentially dying to the NBA. <laughs> Welcome to the Matt Thomas Again, show. No other show in the marketplace. Can oh, go can I from, mark that down? Gut feeling. Those people are dead. God, that feels that's probably so, a
1: good gut feeling. That's uh, so inappropriate,
3: wrong, and insensitive.
1: You can't say it's a lung feeling.
3: ESPN Zach Lowe on a podcast. He doesn't. used to do radio shows every once in a while. Oh, did he do this on the Low Post? His own podcast or somebody else's? This is the hat tip to the real GM, whatever real GM is. Oh, okay. Okay. Suggested there is growing belief around the league that James Harden will remain with the Philadelphia 76ers. Quote, the brakes have now been pumped like slammed on around the league to the point that I bet if you pulled 50 front office executives, the majority of them would guess he's going back to Philadelphia. I don't know what the hell is going to happen. We'll see. Lowe also in his podcast added that the 76ers' decision to dismiss Doc Rivers did help the team's chances to retain Harden. Apparently, quote from other sources, that perhaps there is interest in the Rockets, but there isn't an interest to pay him the max amount of money that James Harden could get in theory by joining another team, not named the Philadelphia 76ers. Hmm. meaning they would like so, to have him back with probably a shorter-term deal and probably less money. But if they'd offered him two, I mean, uh, four years, two hundred six million, then he'd probably be a rocket already. That's how it kind of feels. Or whenever free, when is free agency officially July open up? Six, okay. right? But there's all sorts of backroom deals, of course. Yeah, for sure. Tampering, as it were. Um I mean this really comes down to at the end of the day again money reigns over everything. We're not, James has made hundreds of millions of dollars between shoe contracts and his NBA contract. Yeah, I think he got 200 million plus from Adidas. And then I can go look up his career earnings. I'm sure it's over $200 million as well. But, I mean, he's not in any hurt for money ever in his life. He shouldn't be. $301 million. Woo. So, I mean, so in theory, $20 million to $40 million is a significant difference in salary per year. Yes. But at this point, when you have all that money, it's like he if there's something he wanted to purchase he could still purchase it and not sweat it. Yeah, but when we always say that, but when do we see somebody take $20 million off of their salary? We don't. It's very rare. We don't. So this whole thought of he loves Houston or any XYZ athlete loves a particular city, don't, just take it with a grain of salt. What athletes want under 99% of the time is they love money more than they love the quote-unquote city. More than they love the fans. Probably in some cases more than they love the family. And I, I think, well, also it's all about your peers, too. Like, if John Wall, who's never been like first-team All-NBA, is getting a Supermax contract, and you're whoever, Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, you're going to want a Supermax, too. You're like, I'm just as good, I'm better than that guy, yeah. and he's on a Supermax, then why shouldn't I be on a Supermax? It's about value relative to the others as well. That's why Justin Verlander went to the Mets. He wanted the highest AAV in baseball. And didn't care where it was, as long as he got it somewhere. Now, see, to dumb it down, significant levels, down to me and you. If I got an offer to double my pay, like between the Rockets money I make and the radio station money, To take these two jobs I have in Houston, and I was doing the exact same thing in Philadelphia, I wouldn't do it for double the pay, Hmm. triple, nope, quadruple. (laughs) Welcome to Philly Town. You made me quadruple. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't seem fair. Okay, but he's not quadrupling his money. We're assuming the Rockets would offer say twenty five million dollars a year, where he where he's looking to make forty. So it would be roughly a little bit, and it's just a guess on our part, he'd be making a little more than half of what maybe Philadelphia would offer. If you got all that money in the world, it just means he wants more money of more money in the world. It just means you're, I don't want to say devaluing yourself, but you're costing yourself over the course of your life, especially in the NBA where you're not going to play until you're eight. It's not like you go to retirement age at 65 and then you get a pension. But if you but if Houston or any city is that important and you're already worth you're already worth a half billion dollars, it's important to an extent that's what I'm saying. It's an important to an extent that we should stop hearing stories about how somebody wants to be close to home or how much he he is revered in a particular town. doesn't matter. Cash is always king. unless you want me to move me to Philadelphia. <laughs> okay. What if we would uh triple your pay and you good, good living? Triple your pay relative to cost of living and you go to LA. I can move to LA. Okay. Uh, see, I like LA. Yeah. There's very few cities There's i so don't, like, Philly's like the only one you wouldn't you don't like, there right? There really the cities I wouldn't move I wouldn't move to New York unless the money was Ooh. ungodly. Uh huh. I wouldn't move to Boston unless the, move was, the money was what ungodly. What do you mean? That encore is nice over there. Ooh, it is a nice casino. Lobster was, rolls are good. But the weather's so dicey there yeah. for so many months. I'd move back to Minnesota, even <laughs> though the weather was treacherous you there. Get your snowblower back? Go buy it back? I lost value on that damn thing. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> but it's interesting that, but see, I think that, that we can't equate that because, again, James has made how much? Well, let's say he's made $500 million in his life. Yeah, well, if you factor in three hundred in salary and then at least two hundred from Adidas, then yeah, it's around there. So you have five, half a billion dollars. And he's not married and he doesn't have children. Mm-hmm. Who's he gonna get the money to? Uh, the Lamborghini dealership. Yeah, but I mean, you can he can buy fifty Lamborghinis and it wouldn't put a dent. Mm-hmm. Into that. Real estate agents. He could buy fifty houses and would make. Well, him- I mean, I don't know, Matt. He's always filling bags worth of with hundred Gs with a baby every or a little baby every time he's having a birthday. That's that racks up, Matt. Matt. Those Richard Mille watches don't pay for themselves, whatever they're called. What did you call? Them? Richard Mille? Mille? It looks French. Right. I or Richard, it was Richard Mille. Richard Mille. I'm just acting like I'm French. You're doing a very poor yeah, job of it. Yeah, thank you. 143 on the Matt Thomas show. So, if you're a James Harden detractor, Zach Lowe believes it would be a stunning move. If he was to take an offer here in Houston, especially if the Rockets are not willing to give money commensurate to what he could potentially get or at least close to getting it in Philadelphia. 713 212 5790. 713 212 5790. If you're going to the Astros game tonight and Justin Verlander is on the mound, walking towards the mound, are you cheering? Are you booing? Or are you indifferent? Answer that question for me right now. 713-212-5790. It's one thing to cheer him the night before he pitches, to thank him. But today is game day. Are you cheering him, booing him, or indifferent? 713-212-5790. 150 on the Matt Thomas Show, 713-212-5790. Sean Dubin, who made his major league debut yesterday, had to kind of uh, take one for the team out there. We'll be uh, a guest of the show coming up in about 40 minutes from now. Ross, Justin Verlander, believe it or not. We've done it before. Yes. But sometimes you gotta, you got to reboot things. Well, my archives go back to 2016 when we had a computer changeover. Yeah. And I don't have it in there, so at least... Did we do it? There was, uh, but I figured we would have done it in 17. So we would have done, done it probably August 1st of 2017. Mm-hmm. Can't find it. So, JV. We're back on it. Believe it or not. All right. Question is Are you booing him, cheering him as he walks to the mound, mm-hmm. or are you completely indifferent? As he walks to the mound in the first inning, give him a little, like a golf clap. Yeah. I'm indifferent. Thank you for your service. I'm not there tonight, but I'd be be indifferent. Two-time World Series champion. Now, he didn't have a whole lot to do with the second one. (sighs) Gave you five minutes of World Series, and he labored through that. Poor Ben Verlander couldn't do a podcast on that. (laughs) Matt. What? Why do you got to bring up Ben Verlander every time? Well, you're obsessed with that man. He's actually probably probably a great dude, but his his brother's a massive diva. (laughs) Don't punish him for that. Jesse, downtown, uh, Baytown on the Matt Thomas Show. Jesse, we'll be in Baytown later this afternoon. How are you, sir?
2: Oh, doing all right. Just working in this heat. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. But, uh, yeah, I just I, I felt the same way. I'm going to give them that halfway clap. <clears throat> I was at the game yesterday, and, uh, you know, people were cheering. They were they were giving them a little tribute, uh, presenting them the ring. But I just think that uh, Houston fans are a little different than other cities. So we're just more classier, you know. We don't. We don't really show that hate, same way some of the other cities
3: do. I understand. I don't. I don't anticipate. Thank you, Jesse, for the phone call. Be careful there and drink plenty of fluids. Uh, I don't anticipate booze, but I don't think it'll be a roar. In fact, uh, Brandon just said. But also, from, I man, we're crushing it in Baytown. Did you realize we're the number one radio show in Baytown? I did know that. You did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Says, we're crushing it. He says, I'm not indifferent, but I'm sitting on my hands on this one. Cheering for him when he received his ring was enough. This ain't retirement tour, baby. And didn't nobody make you leave, Felicia? <laughs> Better recognize and get ready for war. Oh, wow. That's from Brandon the Badass in Baytown. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's the right thing to do. I mean, yesterday was the day to be all golly g shucks. Now, it's, now you boo him? throw batteries at his face? You must die. I must crush you. He dies. He dies. I crush you. Well, I don't want Justin Verlander to have a heart attack on the mound tonight. Well, I mean, so you're saying you wouldn't mind if he got hit by a hard-hit bean ball? I I I wouldn't like it, no. You would like to see his neck in the next. That's, of all the not, home runs. that's not true. I would. I mean, yeah, I mean, if he wants to give up a couple of three-run bombs, that's now, awesome. We had a gut feeling from a listener a little while ago. The city is going to give a back-to-back Jackson the game. I like that. That is actually outstanding. I, if I said Abreu was going to hit a home run at some point. If it's tonight, I wouldn't be mad. God, abreu was going to do something. Be nice. Two for nineteen since his hot couple of week hot streak. Now, usually the lineups get put out about two fifty-ish, two fifty-five. Mm-hmm. Would you like to guess where Jose Abreu was batting in the Astros lineup today? Uh, I'll say fourth again. Be similar to what you got last night. I don't want to bring this up to Dusty because I don't want to go, damn, dude. But <laughs> he, he knows. There might not be a worse OPS hitter in the fourth spot than, than Jose Abreu. No, I think, yeah, he has been the worst cleanup hitter in baseball. And probably, and I don't know every deal... Probably the worst free agent acquisition this year. Yeah, I guess we'd have to look around. But he's yeah. <laughs> he's been a negative player. Negative would be nice. And he had he had those home runs. He went yard. It was like, all right, he's hitting the ball hard. He was. I was, I was he was he was all he was reaching like two thirty three and I was like, Yeah, all right, I might have to go buy uh, some baby back ribs from my band Ross. Let's go. Yeah, we'll get another three-hit night. We'll bump him back up past 230. Let's go, baby. You don't even believe that. It's what fun. do you mean? I just said he's going to hit a home run this week. Yeah, but it could be it could be part of a one for 19. Hopefully not. Look, if the Astros don't get something from Bray, in all seriousness, season's over. You, Rossi, we're still 30 days away from probably Jordan Alvarez playing. Yeah, according to our good friends over at Fangraphs, the absolute worst player in the Astros has been Jose Abreu. Minus 1.1 war. Oof. I don't need my analysts to tell me that. (laughs) Dean and Brenham on the Matt Thomas Show. Dean, how are you? I'm doing great, Matt.
2: Living in San Antonio. moved from Brenham.
3: Nice, nice.
2: Uh, Before I even talk about Verlander, you nailed it on the Righteous Gemstones. I know this is a little bit late. But I am totally with you. First season, I was totally into it. I was like, "This is another, like, what's that? What was his baseball movie? East Side and Down, or east whatever." East Side and Down, but very Eastbound.
3: Fu- Eastbound and Down, very funny show. Yeah. Vice Principals was pretty good. First season of Righteous Gemstones was great. Last season was a stretch. This first two episodes were horrific.
2: I'm not watching it anymore either. Like, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, he's gone off the rails. But anyway, Burlander, I'm cheering. Uh, I've been an Astros fan for forever. Like you, it's been the best run of Astros baseball. And, yeah, he didn't always show up on the World Series, but he did a lot during the regular season to help us get us there. So, uh, yeah, it's he, he fine that he left, I guess. <laughs> but he hadn't, he hadn't had a great year, although, unfortunately, the way we're going, he might pitch great. And that's that's – best run of astros baseball i've ever seen in my lifetime so that's where i'm
3: at thanks team for the phone call appreciate you calling in our friend jones says i'll be at the game and we'll cheer for jv walk to the mound that's it abreu nothing left in the tank sit
6: with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere
7: dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride
6: and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time.
4: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.
8: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
6: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Even if... Here's the problem. Even if you want to send him, you can't. You got nobody left. Yeah, send him for who? Exactly, Cesar Salazar, oh, Gray Kessinger. I mean, Gray Kessinger did play some first base, but Gray Kessinger can't hit either. Nice kid, can't hit. Now, granted, his sample size is unfair, very small. It's a young Ross. It's a young baseball team. It needs, yes, it needs a talent infusion. It just does. Just get their guys back. Arcidi being back would be nice. Jordan, of course, is going to be huge. Boy, you talk about a lot of pressure for that young man when he comes back. Who's that? Jordan? He's been putting the team on his back, though, this whole season. Mm. All right. One hour to go. We will visit with Sean Dubin coming up in about 30 minutes. Believe it or not, today all things about Justin Verlander. What am I talking like Mac Brown coming up here in 15 minutes on the show. I'm actually mixing in some old and Sullivan. It's a really, really great shoe today. you hey, he want a little Keith Jackson, too. And Keith... Oh, Nilla. Oh, Nilla. It's a college football and uh, baseball. The Astros are struggling. On <laughs> here on ABC Sports. What's wrong with me? I don't know. <sighs> Seriously. What is wrong with me? <laughs> 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. Are you cheering Booing or indifferent. Yeah. I'm
9: on my way, I'm
2: this is the Matt I'm Thomas, Thomas the Show. So much, much,
3: yeah. It is two oh two on Sports Talk seven ninety. This is the final hour of the Matt Thomas Show for a Tuesday. Astros play a day game tomorrow, Ross, and usually that means when they play a day game, we run to Southwest Louisiana. So that's where Ross and I will be tomorrow. Put a, little, a couple of shekels on the uh, Mets Astros game, oh. since you already predicted the Astros are going to win the next two games. Well, we yeah we can we can get down there by very
1: legal. First are y'all really going? Yeah. What time? We're leaving at three oh one. Oh okay. Well, how's that going to be possible? Y'all are the game will be on. No, we're leaving at three oh one today. Oh, today? Okay, never mind. I thought you meant yeah, tomorrow. No, thanks, Trey. I was going to ask if I could go. Trey, you're always welcome to go. I can't. I got to do next up. Oh.
3: Yeah. That sucks. Sorry.
1: It's okay. Next time.
3: Next time you go next up with us. Next time, get off of next up and then you can go with us
1: next time. Yeah. Next time.
3: All right. 713 212 5790. 713 212 5790. Get on in. Say hello. Uh, we have uh, been talking a lot about the Astros' woes. 11 to 1 yesterday over the uh, New York Metropolitans as uh, they lost. Max Scherzer win eight innings for the first time in a couple of years. Now 6 and 2 on the year. Hunter Brown, 6 and 4. Uh, Rossi, Hunter Brown, you want to give him a grade? Yesterday? Just in general? Oh, in general? C? B minus? I'm going with C. Okay. C plus. Sure, why not? been average i mean average starter would you average. say yeah not terrible Ran not great two innings looked really good third inning uh one lazy pop plot- fly that i believe is yet to land because the uh exit velo is at minus 43 which i never thought could possibly happen but that's exactly what happened when the daniel Volgo back uh, home run uh he had a home run and two run single but they they just beat the crap out of the astros they just did it wasn't huh. fun well, a good, a good friend's ERA plus have them above average, barely. 112 out of you know, 100 being average. So who created all this plus baloney? I don't know. I like it, though. Why don't you come up with a metric? Like what? I don't know. Whatever it is. I feel like any metric you could possibly think of baseball nerds have come up with. So you, at least you admit they're nerds. Yeah, hey, nerds about baseball, sure. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, though. It doesn't mean they're wrong. Nerds are running every single team in every single front office. If people want to talk about this debate or analytics debate, it's over. They're in every front office of every major team. But do they have friends? I don't know. Presumably each other. Do they go out on, Do they go out to a happy hour at 5 o'clock on a particular Thursday? Probably. Brendan Topman was in the happy hours. Boy, what an a-hole that guy was. Holy smokes. <laughs> I'm just curious where a baseball nerd will go to Happy Hour at 5 o'clock on a Thursday. Somewhere downtown, presumably, if they're in, wherever the team is. I mean, are they wearing plaid? What, what's are wrong they, with they, plaid? Plaid, it's okay. Oh, so you're Mr. Fashion. Well, I'm not saying that. Wearing so- yet another polo you got for free? Yes. <laughs> but it's a stylish polo. Is it? Yeah, sure. It's an athletic polo. It's got kind of, Yeah, there's always it'll the, soak up the sweat in this hot summer oh day my for god. you. Oh my god! Is it? I heard it's much cooler in Lake Charles today. Is that true? No, is that right? Well, it can't be much hotter? Oh my god! Humidity off the lake. What, what a my scorcher god. it's been. You know what is how bad it is? It's even when there's a breeze around now. It's hot, It's like a hot breeze. It hurts. Yeah, it's like you're in. A, it's literally like you're in an oven. Like you're, you're exactly. <laughs> you're about to be an oven-fired pizza. Like when your air conditioner's on, but it doesn't blow cold because it's broken. That's what it feels like. Hot air. Yeah. Sort it's like nasty. It's sort all of like this show, basically. It's mm-hmm. hot air for three hours. Yeah, they call you Hot Air Thomas. That they do. That they do. All it, right, so the Astros with JV are going to take the mound. Framber Valdez. it's a really let's se- go it's a sexy matchup. Must win Tuesday. Let's go. We don't believe in must win oh, Tuesday. You're right, we don't. I'm sorry. A very important game Tuesday. Stop the backsliding. Do you know what we, now. Didn't, do you know what we didn't do yesterday or in the show? What's that? Oh, uh, we did it. We had yesterday. We didn't do it today. We didn't do it today. Should we check on how, how Are you serious? The, should we check on Twitter? I versions? thought you were already going to do this cuz I was already reading some of them yesterday. Yeah. People are not happy. I mean, that was a just a dismantling. Yeah, you know, I didn't look, but let's go ahead and take a look here. Oh, the no music. When the music comes out, you know what oh, has boy. to happen. Hey. Oh, sorry Laura, Lee. just wait. Follow uh, Sports MT. Yeah, give me for the thirty-two 000. wonderful things going on in the world of sports on Sports Talk Seven Ninety. A R, let's go. A R, excuse me, let's go. Astros reaction on Seven Ninety. Here we start to read. All right. Um, well, I don't. Uh, so, sixteen hours ago, the final score was Mets eleven, Astros one. There were four hundred and seven replies, Ross. 407. I want you to see what I've done here. Most of these people I've muted. That's how mine is, too, when I pull it up. It's pretty funny. Let's take a look here. The Humanity. Hmm, Like a Hindenburg. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Please win the next two. I'm literally begging you. Ouch. That's very tough. My God, I just don't know what to say. LOL. Uh, this team would be much better with Espada as a manager than Dusty what? just saying. That's at that W4 winner, 7489. That guy's a dork. What did Dusty do that was bad yesterday? <laughs> Everything. One in doubt, it's <laughs> Dusty's fault. Okay. Uh Let's see here. Oh, there's an account I blocked. Sit Maldi, please. Um Hey hi lunchtimers. Astros lose again. It's still early at Sports MT at Sports RV. Oh, that's nice. At uh Shino Josa 17. AOs going crazy at Sports MT. Look, we're getting we're we're infiltrating the Astros Twitter account. I love it. People are wanting their AOs red. Oh, I'm sorry, ARs. It's ARs, unfortunately. All mm-hmm. oh, this is the gifts are just Here's one from at Epic underscore Tweets 31. Have you ever had your heart broken? Hmm. Embarrassing you suck coming from at AD Borak G11 at Lindsay with three Y's at the end. How in all caps. Uh, At boneless. I can't read that last part of that one. Gawd damn Strozen six. Strozen 6, not yeah. a series. I, I don't know if they necessarily know that or not. <laughs> uh at OKKXY, I can't believe you embarrass us in front of Kate. Mm, that's funny. Uh at Yoso Lock, Jesus Christ. people <laughs> <laughs> just run to Twitter to write this is that. rude. Let's do one more. Uh, at Nick K22, I love y'all, but come on, figure it out. And let's see here. Um, uh, Let's see. I'm trying to to find one more here. These are all a bunch of gifts. Missing the playoffs. L, come on, do something. Uh, You had only one job. This SMH elite. Wow. My LSU Tigers and my Astros was on the same day. I'm crying RN. Hmm. And that's it. It's a sad place. We gotta win tonight. Please just win tonight. But the problem is the dusty firing stuff has come in. For all, the love of God. It's all coming in now. Maldonado's coming in now. Houston minus of one forty five today. Total seven and a half. So Vegas likes him, huh? We might hit the what time? we getting in it before first pitch, right? A little, little See, Astros so, and unders feeling good. So if we leave here at three oh one, we stopped mm-hmm. at Bucky's on the way. Yeah, we're there by first pitch for sure. Yeah, little Astros, a little under. That's what I'm. That's what the doctor's are ordering for me Apparently, right now. Apparently, uh, sources close to Sports Talk He says that uh, Kate Upton is not here. Okay, so we can't even blame her. Can't even do that. Hmm. And I figured she'd just come for a weekday, weekday series, but I thought maybe somebody had seen her or something. I didn't know. I wish she was. My here. My wife got a picture with her. She oh, Still great. talks about it to this day. mm Hmm. She looks, she's one of those people that looks better in person to me. When we saw her at the Super Bowl in like 2012 or whatever, my God. So we, I happened to be sitting in some very famous seats Mm -hmm. a couple of years back when he pitched. Yes. And um, she got there late to sit close to where he was finishing off the game. You don't want to not stare at her. (laughs) it's, It's tough. She's stunning. And my wife's right next to me. And I'm -hmm. like, this is is what it is. I mean, she's a supermodel. Yeah. You get those blinders on, Matt. Stare ahead. But I think I I would have to say most women would just kind of have to say, you know, fair enough. (laughs) Like if Matthew McConaughey sat next to me in a ball game, do you think Mrs. Thomas would would give me the time of day? Mm -hmm. Oh, hell's no. You'd have to sock him right in the mouth, Matt. You think George Clooney sat down and said, Matt, let's break down some baseball? No chance. (laughs) Okay. Clooney walks in come try some of my tequila would you like to and she'd be like yeah hell yeah Who, who's and she'd say there's a lot of advertisers running for that stuff yeah george Clooney's tequila trichman's beer <sighs> I, didn't, I haven't seen commercials for that we had trichman on the show we had him on the show we gave him a little beer plug that's fine it was a little one it great it's fine i don't know how well it's gonna do in houston uh yeah i don't think cowboy beer is going to necessarily just uh there's a lot of cowboy fans though
1: yeah, he, but, uh, he invited you to hang out with
3: him, He Matt. did. I'm glad you remembered that. Well, that's right. So He's supposed to buy you a beer.
1: Yeah. I said, come to Houston
3: whenever the Texans ever make it on Monday Night Football, which would be probably about <laughs> 2030, <laughs> okay. and I'll buy you, and he'll
1: go out and have he beers. You think he'll
3: remember? There's no chance. That's okay. Try to hold it to it, Matt.
1: He said, uh, have your people call my people. Yeah, he's going to well, bring a
3: Led Mrs. Diaz's glove with him. I, led Mrs. Diaz owes <laughs> me a glove. Yes. And, uh, Troy, and Troy Eichmann owes me a beer. Mm-hmm. What do they call it when you're uh when you take record or something? You receipt I got receipts on this. Kept okay. Yes. Kept I kept receipts. Good on that. All right. Uh 213 of the Matt Thomas show. These AOs are becoming more and more depressing. Please, Dusty, and I didn't want to say this to him directly because it's since it's, it's just not my place. But please don't bat a clean cleanup today. Please. Why not?
5: Because I know Who the reason. What do
3: you result. want there?
5: Yanyer? Yeah. I okay. don't
3: care. I take jokes. I don't care. I, I really don't care. Yeah, I mean Corey jokes has been good. He's got more home runs out, like six home runs or something like that. What's a Bray? He's still sitting at three, or he's he at four. I think three, four, something like that. Got one in Houston, mm. and a lot of and a lot of Bs. The left on base count for him has been absolutely. hard. Yeah, I guess what do you price. want to do? Like Altuve, Pena, Tucker. Bregman, yeah, that's fine. The rest Four. of it, just, just throw the rest of it against the wall. Okay, Payne has been a little bit further back in the lineup. He hasn't been doing. Problem well is, in the here's, a, here's the thing: if you batted a Bray and all the i back to back, which you're never going to. That's two outs in a row. I like starting with Altuve, Bregman, Tucker. Those are your three best hitters. Got to give them more at bats. Anybody else? Two fourteen Sports Talk seven ninety seven one three two one two five seven nine zero seven one three two one two 5, 790. If you're on Twitter want to follow us there, come on in. Join us. Join the party. At SportsMT at SportsRV. That's at SportsMT and at SportsRV. We've got the bottom of the hour. We will hear from Sean Dubin. Made his major league debut yesterday. It wasn't pretty, but he's good enough to join us. He's got a long college career. He didn't give up. We'll talk about that with him coming up next on 790.
0: No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Draft is this Thursday. Stan Norfleet, who hosts the show, next up said, "Matt, we don't get any run on the draft." I'm like, because three straight 60 loss seasons are going to hurt you. They just are. If Victor was here in the first pick, there would have, for that matter, if the Rockets would have had the top three. You would have probably buzz. You'd be more buzz. But pick four does not carry any buzz. Now, if the Rockets want to shock the world and do something really crazy on draft night, again, I'm still of the... I believe the Rockets are going to do something to shake the... uh, The the rattle of the cage, so to speak. I don't know what that is. I would certainly, if any one of the Fertitta family members would like to call the show and tell me off air, I'll keep it a secret, I promise. Mm. Something bold is going to happen. Yeah. I feel that. And don't I'd know, love it. And I don't know if it's going to be universally loved. Well, signing James Harden would be bold. Wouldn't be universally loved, but bold. Mm-hmm. Acquiring uh, Zion Williamson would be bold. That would not be universally not, loved. Not universally loved. <laughs> I think it should be a red flag when, uh, what is he, like 23 years old? Yeah. When a 23-year-old with five years left on his deal is getting traded. God, New Orleans must despise him. There's no relationship, according to Brian Windhorst, between the Pelicans and the and Zion Williamson. How does it get that bad? I don't All know. he's done has been hurt. If anything, he should be mending fences with them, saying, "I'm sorry, I can't
1: stay healthy." Probably because he was doing 360 dunks during the play-in game when he was supposed to be injured. That's, that's yeah. He was
3: in the know. pregame doing 360 dunks. He's like, "Yeah, I'm not ready." Yeah, there's difference between doing dunks before game and being mentally prepared to play in a playoff game. Man, that, that team was supposed to be good. Supposed to be, in, I mean, Ingram, uh, you've got uh, C.J. McCollum, McCollum, Zion I mean, Williamson. Uh, what's their big man? Oh, uh, Jonas. Petru- uh, no. oh, Valanciunas. Valanciunas, Valanciunas? and Valanciunas are mixed up. Jonas Valanciunas one yeah, half of the WWE uh, EU Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, was he really? No, but he looks oh. so damn mean and scary. Okay. I thought maybe he was really a wrestler. I didn't know. Jonas, Valanciunas. That's how he's that's 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 how you on PA announce his name. Okay. All he would do is go against Pelicans and Rockets, he'd just go to the free throw line 10, 12 times a game. And they got that little irritant Jose Alvarado who likes to pick fights with Kevin Porter. Yeah. He's a nuisance. He's pest. He's a pest. Mm-hmm. He's good in that role. Oh, he fits it perfectly. Yes. There's some other guys. I mean, that one seems to be a lot better. But Zion Williamson not being able to play is... Mm. Well, apparently Damian Lillard might be on board with him being a blazer. But Damian, I thought Damian Lillard was maybe trying to get out of Portland. Yeah. And Bill Simmons says he doesn't expect... He's hearing from somebody that he doesn't expect... Zion Williamson to be a Pelican by the end of the draft. That's Thursday. Man, I wish we cared more. I wish we did. Because, man, the NBA is some high drama between these egotistical... Diva like characters. It's the best sport, a uh, soap opera in sports, the NBA. It really it is. is. a soap opera. Between, <laughs> I can't play with him. Yeah. I can't coach with, he can't be my coach. Uh-huh. I don't like the culture to, hey, let's go be with our other buddies. It is seriously, it is like a, it's like a, uh, it's a soap opera. You know what it is? It's like an addition of Mean Girls. Oh, I like that. You know what it is? The NBA is Mean Girls. <laughs> hmm.
1: Zion can't sit with us. Exactly. Good way to add that yeah. there.
3: Stop trying to make the mid-range a thing. That's the end. I never saw the movie, so Stop I'm done trying
1: for. to make mid-range happen. <laughs> yeah, that's happening. what it is. Because here's the thing, and I know that
3: today's NBA is you, as I call it. You watch it. We love it. But this is this was not happening in 1987. It just was, was Yeah. The NBA has done, I mean, they do a good job of marketing, and a lot of the marketing has ended up on making the draft and free agency more interesting than the product on the court. Yeah. The story, the NBA, I think it was Kevin Durant or somebody said, like, NBA fans care more about the stories than they care about the basketball. Oh yeah, that's like for narratives.
1: Sure. Yeah, it's wrestling.
3: like oh, like who do you want to win the championship this year? Nobody says the best team. They say what's the best narrative? Oh, because LeBron would win. He would get his fifth. That would be a great narrative. Yeah, Giannis getting his second would be a great narrative. This team versus that team would be a rematch or whatever. It'd be a great narrative. The it, the NBA is full of narratives. Here comes a yeah. narrative. Can LeBron win a championship without having a super team around him? We well, hear that narrative all the time. That's a no. But. He did take the 2007 Cavaliers, dragged him to a finals, and he was younger in his career. So all I'm saying is, is that this is the NBA I grew up on. The, this this game is much better, yeah. But it, but the drama ain't there. <laughs> the storylines are juicier now. I mean, I, I, Zion Williamson's friend wants to release their tapes. You're calling her a friend? What do you want to call him? Let me ask you this Would you like to see Zion Williamson in action? No, I'm good. Like, is, let me ask you, is there a market for watching Zion Williamson (laughs) having sex with an adult film star? (laughs) I'm sure somebody, I bet you, I'm going to guarantee you, Matt, it's not going to have zero views. But why? (laughs) I don't know. Because let's face it. He's not a thin, attractive man. <laughs> oh, do you think he does Oak, 360 dunks <laughs> th- before? No, I don't think so, Trey. Why do you want to see a 280-pound man have sex with a... Yeah, we don't want to see his dribble penetration. I get oh, it. All right, that's enough. Is
1: he playing in the low post? I mean, this oh. no,
3: no, we're going no more ba- bas- basketball vernacular on this. <laughs> But who would say, "Hey, everybody, let's get all our buddies around, play some cards, drink some beer, and watch Zion Williamson in a porn?" Well, tape. you're not getting with your buddies. That's weird. Yeah,
1: that. that but are you going to watch it
3: by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't.
1: I'm not watching it at all.
3: <laughs> Ryan Mill said, "Quote NBA, I have sex tapes of me and Zion Williamson, and he also has them on his trap phone." Pelicans trade him now. He doesn't deserve to be in New Orleans. Sex tape's dropping soon. She has since been suspended from Twitter.
1: Again? Yeah. So She's you like, and her have something in common, <laughs> Trey. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe we could talk about it on our date.
3: You don't want to go out with her. No, I don't. She's not clean.
1: All right, 2.28 uh, is our time.
3: Let's talk to an Astro newbie next. It is 2.28. It's a Matt Thomas Show, Sports Talk 790. <laughs> Where I'm going to talk about, well your energy levels and your libido and all that kind of stuff, funny transition here, but if it's it's a serious issue, if if it's something that's been bothering you, if you've been feeling like I don't feel like myself, and sometimes it can happen incrementally, and you just feel like, you know, think to six months ago, do you have the same energy and vim and vigor for life that you did uh, those six months ago? If you do, that's great, then you're probably fine. If you're feeling a, a lack of energy, motivation, low libido, it doesn't have to be six months, could be a year or longer or whatever, because it happens incrementally and you don't always notice, could be low testosterone. That's a very easy way to find out. You go to FixMyLowT.com. That's where you find Synergenics who has clinics all over town and they get your results back at your first visit and they specialize in testosterone treatment and they tailor treatment specifically to your needs. That's important because not every clinic in town can do that. But they do it at Synergenics because they are the experts at FixMyLowT.com. That's FixMyLowT.com for Synergenics.
6: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Boyd were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: 231 Sports Talk 790. It is the Matt Thomas Show. We are happy to be joined by a young man who made his major league debut yesterday. And it, it, and it was Sean Dubin who is with us here on the radio program Sean I got some great news for you I don't think you're pitching today you, uh, you had quite an introduction last night to Major League Pitching first of all thanks for joining us how are you this afternoon? I'm
10: doing good thank you I appreciate you having me
3: on Yeah, uh, what was it like I, I always ask this do you get the phone call time to come up what was that conversation like?
10: Uh, it was pretty crazy. Um, it was about five or ten minutes before uh, the Sugar Land game on, uh, on Saturday, so uh, it was it was special. You know, Mickey came up, you know, coming to his office, gave me the news, and, uh, you know, I got ready to call him, you know, family and friends, and, uh, you know, they were all able to get down for it, thankfully, and, uh, you know, it's been a pretty special couple days.
3: It certainly has, especially because you get to play indoors. I mean, how awful has the last week been playing in Sugar Land with all the weather conditions?
10: Oh <laughs> Man, especially being from New York, man, it's, uh, it's why there's stuff to get used to. But, you know, being inside is definitely uh, advantageous for sure.
3: Uh, so you get the call from the bullpen. They need you in the ninth inning. Take us through, was it like a, your, your entire baseball life just goes through your mind one, one frame to the next thinking, oh my God, I've worked so hard to get to this point. Now here I am.
10: Yeah. You know, uh, the whole time sitting in the bullpen, um, leading up to it, you know, I had those thoughts a little bit, you know, just trying to take in every moment. But, uh, but, you know, once I got onto the mound, it was, uh, you know, took a couple big, deep breaths and, uh. You know, it's just the, the same game, and you just got to remind yourself of it and, you know, just, just try to take it, uh, take it all in and enjoy every moment.
3: So you had, and I was looking at your bio, a long collegiate baseball journey. How many different schools did you yep. wind up playing for?
10: Uh, so I went to four different colleges, but uh, five different campuses total.
3: Gosh, and one of them just said, we can't play baseball anymore. That had to be a major buzzkill.
10: Yeah, that was, uh, that was definitely some odd news. Um, it was going into my senior year, too, so it, it made things a little bit more difficult. But, um, but looking back on it, you know, um, I'm happy the way everything kind of fell into place, you know, and, you know, I don't think I'd be here if it went any differently.
3: For sure. Uh, how do you sell yourself at that point? You're looking for a place to play. You think you got something left in the tank. Uh, what was that process like trying to find eventually your final home?
10: Yeah, it was interesting because, you know, they they told us we could stay at the University of Buffalo, you know, and finish out our, uh, get our degree there. Or, um, you know, if if teams are interested in you, you can go play for them. And, you know, and luckily uh, one of the previous coaches from the year prior, um, he was at a college called Georgetown College and right outside of Lexington, Kentucky. And um, he, you know, called me up. He's like, hey, we got a spot for you if you want it. I ended up going down there, and, you know, it happened to be the best move I ever made.
3: So how often did your parents get to see you pitch? Because you were all over the place for a couple of years.
10: Yeah, um, not very often, probably like once or twice a year. But um, it's, it's always special, you know, having them in the stands. It um, got both my brothers here last night, you know, aunts, uncles. Um, a lot of them haven't gotten the chance to see me pitch since college. So um, it was, it was a truly a, a special moment.
3: You mentioned you came out of uh, uh, New York State. You originally were a shortstop and then made the transition to, to pitcher. Whose idea was that? And were you reluctant to do that right away? Or were you like, okay, whatever it does to keep my baseball career, I'll do it?
10: Yeah, so in high school, I never really pitched. You know, um, kind of went back and forth with coaches. Um, and, you know, there was a coach uh, from Portville. Um, his name was Mike Mapps. You know, he was, he was very adamant on me pursuing a pitching career. And then, you know, once I started college, I was like, you know, why not give it a shot? And uh, then I ended up taking a year off, you know, worked for Lowe's, did some uh, contracting work, and saw my way back to it, thankfully. And, you know, the rest is history. It got me here.
3: Were you always, when you were throwing, when you made that full-time commitment, did you start throwing 90 right away, or did it just come with time of just pitching every, you know, couple days?
10: Yeah, it just came with time. Um, I remember my freshman year of college, once I first started, I was probably like 85, you know, 84, 85. Um, That year off that I took and did some contracting work, I think I, I grew into my body a little bit, you know, and uh, got a little coordination, you know, or so be it. But uh, um, I think that really helped. And then, you know, after that, I was back up to like 89, 90. So just kind of took it and ran with it from there.
3: Sean Dubin of the Astros with us here on the Matt Thomas Show. So you learn the fastball. You get the velocity up. When was the attempts to make the off-speed pitches some stuff you could use for your repertoire? And how long did that take? And did you ever have a moment you went, oh, my God, this curveball, this slider really snapped well. And I think I can do this now.
10: Yeah, um, probably I was always a fastball slider guy once I started pitching. Um, the change up the curveball, the, the cutter, they kind of they came over time. Um, especially in Pro Bowl, you know, with the Astros, they, they're the best at uh, developing pitchers. So, um, you know, uh, I'm really happy with the arsenal that I have now because of that. And, uh, you know, hopefully it can just keep getting better and better each day. Sean, take us
3: through uh, your conversation with your pitching coaches and uh, your, your first time to visit with Dustin. I know you guys saw each other during spring training, but that's obviously a much different situation.
10: Yeah, it was awesome. You know, they were, they were very welcoming, you know, just telling me to take in every moment, you know, and enjoy it. Obviously, it only happens once, so, uh, you know, just, just trying to stay true to that. Um, you know, I'm just happy to be here, happy to help out in any way that I can. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, it was just a, a truly a special moment to have all my family and friends here to, uh, to witness it with me and, you know, see their reactions afterwards.
3: I know it was a tough go for you yesterday because the, you know things kind of got out of hand with the game itself, but just walking off that mound, do you feel like that the first experience is over with, that maybe you can things will settle down a little bit, your nerves won't be nearly as crazy as they were, say, last night?
10: Yeah, I think so. Um, obviously, that first one's the toughest one. Um, you know, the first two, I was clean, but uh, that last one kind of got away a little bit. But, you know, it's all part of the learning process, you know, still getting the feel for everything. Um, overall like i said i'm just happy to be here um you know to dream come true so uh just still trying to take in every moment trying to to bask in all of this you know so um uh, so we'll be back and uh learn from the mistakes and hopefully it'll be better than ever
3: are you a big film guy will you go back and look at your stuff a lot on video or is it just as needed
10: uh as needed yeah i uh, i try not to get too caught up on uh, on previous outings um just over the course of my professional career, kind of had a little battle with that, you know. Just diving too deep into stuff when, in reality, you just, you know, you just got to clear it, move on, and uh, go back out and, and do it again. You know. So, who do you model
3: your game after? I'm curious because a lot of us don't know a whole lot about you. But is there anybody that you kind of say I want to be that type of pitcher?
10: Um, for a while, I'd probably say Tim Lincecum. You know, um, he was. Uh, I used to watch him growing up a lot. Uh, you know, I'm a skinnier guy, so uh, the the build kind of resembles it the best too. So, um, and I just love the way he pitched. You know, he was fun to watch, and uh, and yeah, I I'd probably have to say him.
3: All right, uh, has it? Did you, when you got to the clubhouse yesterday, saw your name on the plaque? That that had been another surreal moment for yourself.
10: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, that was special. Um, you know, obviously seeing it next to all the guys, seeing your name up there with the rest of them. Um, you know, it's a, it's an incredible feeling and one that I'll never forget.
3: Far let you run. What about intelligence? Uh, you know, working with catchers, working with pitching coaches, I mean, the information that's going to be thrown at you is probably pretty incredible and pretty overwhelming, at least for a guy that's, you know, they're going to be seeing you for the first time and obviously vice versa.
10: Yeah. So, um, definitely a lot more information, definitely, um, you know, still getting a feel for everything, but, uh, it's uh it's great you know it's it's all for the better um and you know just trying to take everything day by day and not let it overwhelm me you know and uh you know like i said i'm just happy to be here happy to get this wealth of knowledge and uh just keep moving forward getting better every day
3: last question were you a mets or yankees fan growing up or none of the above
10: Um, yes, I was actually a Yankee fan until um, I got to college. And then after that, I stopped working. I stopped watching baseball until I started playing professionally. So you have
3: zero problem if they need you in a couple of days to beat the Mets in a close game if necessary.
10: Yeah, yeah, no problem.
3: <laughs> we'll keep it that way. Hey, uh, Sean, it was nice visiting with you. Welcome to Houston. Hope you have a nice long run. We really appreciate you joining us here on this afternoon. And uh, best of luck the rest of your season, my friend. We really appreciate it.
10: Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on. All right, Sean, take care of
3: yourself. Sean Dubin joining us here on the Matt Thomas Show. Good young man and uh, worked very hard going through all the different colleges just to maintain his dream of being a uh, professional pitcher. Got through the college ranks, 13th round selection uh, for the Astros in uh, 2018. 18, and uh, now he's in the big leagues. Hmm. Guy didn't quit. Massive props for him on that. Congratulations to the young man for making it to the major league level—the pinnacle of baseball. Think about it: you go from hot ass swamp ass Triple A Sugarland <laughs> to air conditioned Minute Maid Park. <laughs> When's first pitch in Sugarland? It just need to be like nine thirty. First pitch ten oh five p.m. Yeah, day game started six oh five in the morning. <laughs> Even then, it's hot. I mean, could you imagine the Astros saying to all the minor leaguers, "Hey, we're moving to Sugarland." Mm. Can we play all road games between, say, June and August? Probably about right. <sighs> That's why you got to Lovely state. park. Head out and go in. And- oh, I'm constantly <laughs> a lot of fun, but it's damn hot. <laughs> <laughs> Uncomfortable. Hmm. Inside, much closer. Like, you know, we've become accustomed to as fans. We don't want to... We we only want the Astro, the roof open on October. We have no interest in being in September under any circumstance. What's it like in Corpus Christi? Is it even hotter? Probably more coastal. It's probably probably a little little cooler, but a lot more humid. Yeah. Astros minor leagues...
1: Get your ass up, or you're going to sweat your ass off. It's currently 95 degrees in and Corpus, Corpus Christi. Christi? What's what's the feels like temperature? Um let me see. It's it, there is a heat heat warning. Oh, oh that's geez. not good. The feels like temperature is 102. Ooh.
3: No 105 Oof. games there, I don't think. <laughs> I
1: hope not.
3: And the worst part is when you're in Double-A, it's all bus trips. Oof. They got well, from, air conditioning on the bus. right? Go from right? Corpus Christi to Amarillo on a bus. You want to? No. What's that? A good twelve hours? Oh, I would say much longer than that. Corpus Christi to here is probably four, right? Yeah. Is it eight to drive to Amarillo?
1: Feels Isn't like it'd it, be longer than you that. Know what the feels like temperature tomorrow is for in, uh, in Corpus? Corpus One hundred and fifteen. Is that bad?
3: It's not good. Not good. Nine hours and 39 minutes, corpus to Amarillo. That's it? Mm-hmm. Oh, then stop complaining. Then no. no, it's only 10 hours on a bus, on a rickety bus. Ooh, that's not rickety. They have charters. To play the sod, are uh, the sod poodles? I don't know what they are. You were Amarillo before. I, I haven't been Amarillo in 40 years. Are the sod poodles still going? Why don't you give me a hat while you were there? Or a shirt? A sod poodles hat? Yeah. Also nicknamed the soddies. All right. Believe it or not, today is all things about Justin Verlander. Oh, You better get working on it. we got one more segment left to go. You guys want to play 244. It's the time. The phone number is 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. It is the Matt Thomas Show. Thanks again to Sean Newman for joining us here on the show. We thank Dusty Baker for joining us earlier in the show as well. And we thank you for listening to us all day long. If you have been here on Sports Talk 790, believe it or not, is next got some bad news for trey on one of his gut feelings already oh no what happened uh jonathan giovanni at draft express says the following marquette's olivier maxins prosper has received a green room invite to attend the nba draft Mm. with his family on june 22nd a source told espn prosper now right number 20 in the espn mock draft has seen his stock skyrocket in the pre-draft process
1: yeah i saw that too it's in the
3: green room now
1: you know when you get to the green
3: room good things happen
1: you no know, sometimes you hang in the green room though yeah yeah
3: you can yeah. ask uh what's his face from aaron team. rogers no well, last year uh will levis will levis is i think he's still in that green room. i, I think yeah he, there's a tent in there the sleeping bag. I covered one NBA draft in my life. You did. I was glad I, was glad I did it. Yeah. It was what the year, year was this? Oh uh, five. It was the year that uh, Luther uh, Head, Andrew Bogut was the first pick. Oh. 05-06. Oh, oh, one of the two. Okay. Uh, and uh, and very interesting. Uh, but yeah, uh, just a lot of people wearing really fancy suits and just celebrating. They're going from making zero money to yeah, hundreds of thousands it. of dollars. In 2005 was Andrew Bogut, won, and the Rockets took Luther Head out of Illinois.
1: My friend uh, Cody Cruz. The oh, God, Jesus. Tr- hey. Let me tell you something about Cody Cruz. Please. The guy's gutter trash. Get away oh, from him. <laughs> oh,
3: the Lord. Cody Cruz wakes you up mornings on Austin's 94.7K. That's what it sounds like. Double CC. or on traffic or something. Cody Cruz uh, there was a number three pick from North Carolina that was a s- terrible player in the draft uh, number five Number well five. he was De- Raymond Felton nope he went out team with oh I'm sorry number two Marvin Williams Marvin Williams bust, yeah. big he, was he, bust. Played, he was the sixth man on that team and for whatever reason just shot up draft boards Did- Darren
1: Williams went go ahead no it's alright it's the Trey show go ahead sorry Ross I just wanted to never mind Darren
3: no, no, Williams just- you that ahead. right couple years after that. Darren Williams and Marvin Williams the same year. Marvin Williams went two. Darren Williams went three. What is your question about Marvin Williams, Trey? He got
1: like a massive contract, didn't he, from the Hornets? They gave him like over $100 million, I think, right? Um, No. All right, we got to move on. But he did get a big contract.
3: I, I the know home. the Marvin Williams conversations are invigorating for the city of Houston, but here we go. Five minutes left to go on the show. What should we do? We got to speed this up. We. It was $54 million. Trip. close, though. <laughs> we should play America's fast-growing <laughs> sports game. So it's simply called a B-L-A-R-A-N-A. Here's how it works. Call 713-212-5790. 5790 Today's edition of Believe It or Not is brought to you by Allied Signing and Windows. Category All Things About JV. I'll read your statement about JV. If your statement is completely and utterly accurate, you'll say this. You'll say this. You'll say Believe this. It. Believe it. And then if Sam is the Erroneous Photo Bunker up, you'll say
1: this. Not. not. Two in a row. wins a prize. Quickly, Trey. Okay, so we have more Fallout Boy tickets. Uh, we just have a lot of tickets. Just, call just it a soon.
3: lot of tickets. You don't really care where you? you're just doing it because you guys are prize pigs. Let's go. Uh, Blaine on 790, ready to play, believe it or not. Believe it. Justin Verlander's first contract with the Detroit Tigers was negotiated by his father. Believe it or not. Believe it. That's correct. Believe it. Statement number two for the win. According to SpotTrack.com, JV has the most career earnings of any pitcher in MLB history. Believe it or not. Believe it. That is also correct. Nicely done. Congratulations. (laughs) Paul, you ready to play,
10: believe it or not? Believe it.
3: Justin Verlander's brother, Ben Verlander, was drafted by the Detroit Tigers in the 14th round of the 2013 MLB draft. Out of the same alma mater, Old Dominion. Believe it or not. Believe it? Yeah, what a damn gravy trainer that guy is. this 14th round is pretty serious, Matt. Statement number two for the win. JV was the cover athlete for the video game MLB The Show 2008. Believe it or not. Not. Yeah, that's right. Paul's number one before. that would be a first time for him this week. Kevin on 790. Kevin, you ready to play Believe It or Not?
2: Believe it. Three for three.
3: JV's Twitter account is at Justin Verlander, and he has over 1.8 million followers. Believe it or not. Believe it. That's Believe right. It. Statement number two for the win. JV first met his wife, Kate Upton, when on the set of the commercial for the MLB 2K12 video game. Believe it or not. Not. No, that's Maybe actually it. true. Sorry. <laughs> Streaks must come to an end. Will on 7 Will, you ready to play Believe It or Not? Believe it. Justin and Kate broke up briefly in 2013, but got back together the next year and eventually wed. Believe it or not? Believe it. That is correct. Believe it. Statement number two for the win. JV was named the MLB's 2018 Marvin Miller Man of the Year, following his charitable works with the victims of Hurricane Harvey. Believe it or not? Believe it. No, he, he wasn't that nice. Oh. I think he ended up raising like a million bucks or something. That's not terrible. Many more than he I raised. did I raise. get the award. Oh, well, he was robbed. <laughs> Just like Garrett Cole's like, I was robbed when I didn't win the Cy Young. Rossi, uh, thanks again to Justin Verlander for not joining us on the show. Thanks for Brent, Ben Verlander for being on our station last year and providing his great commentary. Check out the Flippin' Bats pod. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna... mean, to... You know I don't check out sports pods. Yeah. I'm all about wrestling. Yeah, Plankos and bombs. Let's go listen to Jim Cornette on the way to Lake Charles you want to. Or we can no. listen to... DT with Wexler and Clanton. They're up next here on Sports Talk 790.
0: 18 plus.